Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators, and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick, and today I'm answering your YouTube questions with my brother from the same mother, D. How you doing? Uh, while What's that was on, happening, What's I was up, man? slowly. I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting ready to go." You're like, "I'm going to do a fade in, a manual fade in." Well, the funny thing is, <laughs> I was sitting here ready to go, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Something's missing." Yeah, right. In my brain, you're talking. I'm like, "What is missing?" I'm like, "Oh, the microphone." Yeah, how's everybody That'll going? Do Hope everybody's doing fantastic. Yep. So, um, it's gotta be as, one of those streams. <laughs> it is apparently, absolutely. So, um, as we are getting into uh, this today, the very first thing that I do want to let everybody know is that today's stream is brought to you by TubeBuddy, the number one tool for YouTube content creators. TubeBuddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery. TubeBuddy will help you make sure that the thumbnails you are making are effective for the people that you were trying to reach through their A-B testing tool. TubeBuddy will help you identify the, the content on your channel that would make for good shorts out of your long form content. Oh. They even have a thumbnail analyzer that puts a heat map on your thumbnails and helps you identify where the attention is going on your thumbnails, which is great. But they have over 90 different tools that will help you with your YouTube channel. You can try TubeBuddy for yourself for free through the link that you can see right here on the screen or you can just go to tubebuddy.com slash nimmin if you are listening to this somewhere um in addition to that this stream is co-brought to you by Streamyard. d should we should we represent our shirts here yeah and this was not planned he, yeah this uh, wasn't planned we both showed up today we both showed up today yeah with our Streamyard so, shirts on um here let's just take a picture of Streamyard. ready yeah like, okay. like three two one all right, there we go. Unplanned. So, uh, so yeah, so um, it's co-brought to you by StreamYard, which is the live streaming platform that we use to stream this every single Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And the reason that we use StreamYard is because it is super stable, it's reliable, it's easy to bring guests onto the stream when we need to, it's easy to add graphics to the stream, you can add music in the background while you're streaming if you would like. Um, they allow multiple camera uh, layouts as well. And even if you have USB cameras, you have mm -hmm. a multi-cam option inside of StreamYard. StreamYard. So there's a lot of amazing features for live streamers within it. You can find out more information about okay. that as well at StreamYard.com. And one of the best Hold parts. On. Get ready because it's going to come back. Are we doing another picture? We got to wait for oh, this. Oh, is it coming up? We oh, okay. all, yeah, okay. we're almost, okay. we're almost right. overducked okay. here. Hold on. All right. Yeah, we're, we're, we're ducking out. Yeah. Yep. We, we're, yeah. Rock out with your I duck out. I almost said something else. Yeah. Yeah. Rock out with your duck out. Hold yep. on. Here we yep. go. Here we go. Just waiting up. for it. Waiting for it. Oh, close. Close. Hold on. Yep. Where's it at? I yeah, can't. we need a digital display going down here. I think if we're trying to yeah. capture something like this. Where's it at? <laughs> we're trying uh, Streamyard. Yeah, try I think it's got like two minutes before it comes no, back it around. Yeah, I think no so. Way. Yeah, this is a pretty long loop. As uh, soon as I put actually. the as soon as I put the cup down, it's gonna. Yeah, of course, down. it is. That's how it works. Okay. Right? Well, you know, you missed your yeah. opportunity, Streamyard. Yeah, well, I think it was the graphics. I think they had theirs. Yeah, it was just the uh, graphics. But we need thanks to Photoshop. We need somebody apparel. Yeah, we can actually just grab it. You know, grab the screenshot and put it on there. Make it easy. Anyway, hope everybody. Everybody's having uh, a fantastic week. I hope that you had a uh, great oh, no, week. No, 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 no. This... Here. There we go. Right, hope you had a great week. <laughs> <laughs> hope you had a great week uh, on YouTube with your YouTube videos. I uh, hope everything is going great for your YouTube channels. Before we get into the content today, I also want to just let you know a little bit of news um, that's going on here on YouTube. The very first, um, I want to just give a congratulations to the team over at the Creator Insider YouTube channel. Those people over there are employees of YouTube and they volunteer to make content to keep 
the entire YouTube community up to date on what's going on on YouTube. Um, they just crossed 600,000 subscribers. So just Whoa. wanted to say high five and fist bump to them for uh, crossing that milestone. Um, in addition to that, the button that, um, for those of you that upload YouTube shorts there, we now have the option um, in the related links or content links um, to where if you are publishing a short on your channel, you can go back into all of the shorts that you've ever published on your channel if you want, but I would only do this to ones that are still getting views. Um, and you can add a link to your long form videos. So the cool thing about this is you're going to be able to start using this in a way that's going to help you bring more attention to some of your long form videos as well. So a few different things you can do. One is of course, you know, you can download parts of your video and then make something special into YouTube shorts. And then you can, you know, have a direct link going from that and let people know that you have the link going there. You can also make other content that's not directly related to the video, but would lead into that video in some way. And you can, you know, just let people know you can, you know, watch a full video here or I've got an entire video about that. You can check it out here, you know, something along those lines. Um, another really cool thing about this um, that I'm currently experimenting with on another channel is you can have a bunch of shorts that you are just pointing at one video. So then if, you know, those shorts are bringing in traffic, then you are essentially kind of using those in a weird kind of way to advertise the long form video. So for those of you that checked out the AI tools video that I have, uh, you know, posted at the very top of this chat right now, which I recommend that you do check that out when you get the chance. In that particular video, I showed you a tool called Opus Clips. Opus. With that particular tool, you can take one live stream or one piece of video content, and you can create a stack of shorts out of it. So because of that, you know, keep in mind that, that by, by using YouTube Shorts, this is going to be one of those ways that you can bring extra attention to your YouTube channel. Um, currently, they do not have playlists in there. I tried putting a playlist in there, but what it ended up doing is it just put the first video in that playlist. So I couldn't find any way around it. Um, so, you know, right now it's just the uh, single individual videos that you can link to, um, but all kinds of fun things you can do with it. So I just wanted to make sure that you know that that's there so that you can um, go and experiment with that. And in addition to that, YouTube is also, for those of you that are not in the original countries for the uh, for the new rules for the partner YouTube program. partner program. The original um, countries, the, yeah, OG countries. The OG countries, they've expanded it to 33 more countries to where you can now get into the YouTube partner program as long as your channel qualifies for it with the 3,000 um, uh, 500 subscribers and 3,000 um, public watch hours on the channel. So um, you can find out more about that, of course, by just watching a Creator Insider video or something like that. But I just wanted to make sure that uh, you were up to date with uh, you know those changes um, as they are rolling out. So you can make sure that you can you know take advantage of them um, if you would like to. And really quick, uh, Renee, YouTube's Creator Liaison, hold on, man, hope you're doing awesome. Creator Liaison, Creator Liaison, says you have a separate line item for related video links and traffic sources soon as well. Super excited for that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fantastic. I feel like when we see Renee at an event, if he doesn't come bringing like baguettes, like bread. Oh, well, because the liaison. The liaison, yeah. yeah. Don't let me down, Renee. Well, I, we think need, maybe, like, some bread. I think maybe we should be the ones delivering bread to him, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And putting it Yeah, we got to be careful. We don't want to start something. Then he goes to an event and everybody's giving him like loaves of bread. So yeah, yeah we, no, we got to be careful. No, let's start this. <laughs> let's start this. Renee needs some carbs, some starches. Yeah. Coming in, dropping oh. the loaves of bread in his feet, walking away. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank backing you, away, kind sir. backing right? away, yeah. 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 Step back, 10 paces, turn oh, around. So good. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Perry. Hey, thanks, Jason. Glad you're enjoying the content. So I just want to say thank you for so much awesome YouTube education. Thank you. Glad you're enjoying the content. Glad that you're getting value out of it. And thank you for your support as a member for 17 months. Super appreciate it um, coming in that direction um, as well, as always. So uh, I don't know, D. What do you say we get into some uh, get into some questions? Some bread talk. Now let's uh, yeah. So let's start answering some questions about you know loaves. Yeah. And uh, you know some French, baguettes. Some French baguettes. Yeah. Yep. And, I'm all for it. Uh, That's know, why I'm here. Like that. I'm yeah, here for the baguettes. Toast, maybe. I'm here for the ducks and the baguettes. Yeah, he says baguettes is France. I need uh, poutine. Um, not really. Just a hello is fine. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go okay so, let's get into some youtube yeah, questions. let's do it so um us plus dad is the um very first channel here answering the or asking the very first question they do daily content on the channel and really quick i do want to let you know if this is your first time here um what i am uh going to be pulling or where i'm going to be pulling these questions from is if something unique pops up in the chat then we'll just pull it directly out of there if we see it um but in the meantime we have a form down in the description where you can get your questions um you can put them down there it's completely free it's all covered by you know the sponsors so um if you do have a question about anything it is that you are uh doing on youtube or anything you're trying to uncover or any problems that you have that you're just trying to figure out um you can just put your question down in the um form that's down in the the uh, description. So, uh, us plus dad does Roblox roleplay content. The goal of the channel is to create an interactive Roblox community. And the question is, we've tried live streaming a couple times using StreamYard. We've had fairly good internet, but the video is lagging really bad when we watch it back. Um, the audio is awesome. Any suggestions to help improve the quality, or is there a better choice for streaming gameplay than StreamYard? Thanks for all you do. Can't wait to see you at Vid Summit. Looking forward to seeing you as well. So, when it comes to um, the results that you're getting back, so uh, you want to make sure that you're checking the resolution that you're streaming at inside of StreamYard because you can adjust the settings. So if you have a free plan, then you have a lower setting. And then if you have um, the paid plan, then you can actually stream at a higher resolution. So that would be the very first thing that I would check. Um, in addition to that, I would also just confirm the internet because you said you have fairly you know, good internet, but I would just confirm Uploads. that because one thing that you have to think about Upload speed. is, yeah, yeah, it's Upload, upload speed, speed, not just right. download speed. And when you are uploading the video, what you might be seeing in your monitor is like the nice crisp version, like you would just be getting directly out of the camera because you're right. seeing it before it hits the internet. But once it goes up to the internet and then it gets compressed you know, on the way up, then um, the result that you're going to get out of that is gonna be taken down just a smidge. Um, so just keep that, uh, keep that in mind as well. Yeah, my advice right now is go to a website called speedtest.net, mm -hmm. US Dad. Do a speed there, choose the servers that are closest to you, and look at your upload speed. Mm -hmm. Because you might have a great download speed. Oh, he speed. says they have a paid plan. Yeah, so check your upload speed. Check, your upload, check your upload speed. speed. Yeah. And I know this sounds crazy, and we talked about this before. Before you go live, restart your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Some I don't know why, you know, the gremlins that get in your computers, sometimes it just messes gremlins. stuff up and there's issues. And sometimes just a, a quick little restart can solve a lot of those problems. Yeah, but um, if you have the paid plan, just go into your settings and make sure that you're streaming at that higher um, at that higher resolution as well. Mm. So uh, let's see here. Lola is a vlog uh, member for six months. Says proudly member. Thank you so much for all your help. My pleasure. Glad that you're enjoying the content as well, and thank you for uh, maintaining your membership as well. Thank you so much. Um, so the next question that we have here is from uh, our killer obsession. See, man, we got it in here. Says <laughs> oh, he's he's going wireless. Said well, it's a uh, true crime. Oh, he's going wireless. So yeah, it's, plug in. Yeah, plug, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug in. Ja yeah, plug in if yeah. you can. Yeah, definitely plug in. Yeah, if you're able to plug in, you're getting the best connection there because what's happening is your your service provider is giving you a, a certain amount of upload and download speed. 
but that's when you're plugged in. Yeah. So as soon as you go wireless, you're losing a lot of that speed. You, yeah. you still might have okay speeds, but test it on your wireless connection to see what your, your upload speed is. And yeah, and one, thing, in. and one thing you can do to, to test that also is you can um, just use the record option inside of StreamYard and just record up to it, like do whatever setting changes that you need to do. And then you can just hit that record option and then you can actually go in and preview that. And then you'll be able to see, uh, and then you'll be able to see the uh, the differences. So somebody just asked us what our upload and download speed is here. So at home, yeah, at home I get, um, like a thousand up and a thousand down. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't always hit that. Sometimes I'm around the nine hundreds, but about a thousand up and a thousand down. Yeah. I, I, so I have to use the, the Wi-Fi here on my phone because I'm afraid if I do a speed test, it's going to mess up our stream. So let me just do a wireless test, but it sh on this one, it should be around 800 or a thousand up or down. Yeah. Uh, but let me check where you're yeah, we, have, we have good internet here. Yeah. So, um, the type of channel on this next one is the, uh, true crime podcast, and this is our killer obsession. And the goal of the channel is that they fell in love with creating a podcast and hope to be full time someday. And the question is when uploading, we need to choose a category. What would be the best one to pick for our true crimes podcast? Thanks a ton. You guys are great. Um, I would actually do it based around the uh, subjects specifically that you are going to be talking about. Um, really, in most cases, probably people in blogs would do the trick um, for that. But keep in mind, once you upload your video, um, YouTube is um, going to categorize their own, you know, their own way once the content's up on the platform anyway. So just get it as close as you can. And then from there, YouTube will take over from there. And it's not going to make, you know, a huge difference one way or the other. Just try to get it as close as you can. And then their system is going to pick it up like the, oh, that's the one you choose now. Okay. Yeah. Cause like the whole, the whole thing is basically like those types of things are just like context more than they are anything. And it's not going to necessarily impact. Um, if you know, uh, like if people are responding well to your videos, YouTube systems are smart enough to still find other viewers like that, that they think might enjoy that content and show it to them too. So the category isn't going to, you know, really, um, you know, be, uh, you know, a major factor in anything like that. So I just ran a, a wireless test and I realized I was on. So when you have a, like, like fiber, they'll separate it between like a five gigahertz and a 2.4 gigahertz mm -hmm. connection. So I'm on the slower 2.4, uh, and it's, it's pretty well like plugged in. It's like a thousand up and down roughly. And I just lost it. It was, where'd you go? It was like 60 up, 60 down. Mm. That's a significant difference. Yeah. Right. But yeah. On, the, on the five gigahertz, uh, it, it's significantly faster. Yeah. It, or plugged in, it's really fast. Yeah. Diane says that uh, hers is uh, 10.2. Yeah. You know, I used but, to stream on that. But I, yeah, let me say this. Yeah. Like this 60 up and 60 down, I would have no problem streaming 4K if yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. 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 This is really slow compared to what's actually plugged in. King CMC TV is our next question. They do gaming content. Uh, the goal of the channel is to get monetized. And the question is, is uh, Daryl E's channel jumpstart one-on-one -on -one and group setting? Um, I couldn't do it last year, kind of pricey. Um, are you doing channel reviews next week on TubeSpanner? Um, so when it comes to uh, his jumpstart program, um, it's more of a group setting, but I know that he does do like individual reviews and you know those types of things um, uh, within that. Uh, so, you know, it, it like, when you go in there, like, not only do you get, you know, him and his team and all of that, but you also get all of the additional community that's in there um, as well yeah. that also, you know, give feedback and, you know, that kind of stuff um, as well. Hybrid Steel, how you um, doing, buddy? In terms of the channel reviews on the TubeSpanner channel this coming week, um, I'm not 100% sure, but probably. I was going to do one yesterday, um, but I got caught up with some other stuff, so I didn't do it. Um, but this this week, I probably will be doing one on, uh, over there. So... 
Somebody says, anyone here from Florida? Didn't Florida? Did you guys just get hit with a hurricane? Did they? I don't know. You guys all right in Florida? I saw some little blurb over here in Asia. It's just like a little blurb for Florida. I thought Florida was in a, a direct path or something of a hurricane. Oh, wow. A few days ago. Yeah, Maybe stay I'm, safe, Florida. Could have been yeah, a month did ago. Did it already or is it? Uh, I don't know. Huh. Somebody in Florida let me know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been last month. I'm terrible with dates. Hey, and really quick, um, another thing that I wanted to mention um, as well, which I didn't mention when we first got started, is for those of you that are here, um, just in case you haven't heard this information yet, I just want to make sure that you know about it. Um, uh, so October 3rd through the 5th, there's a conference going on in Dallas, Texas called Vid Summit. Um, it's an amazing conference. I've been going there every year, except for when you know everything was shut down um, for, let's see here, many years now. And um, it's an amazing conference for content creators. A lot of the you know, big content creators that you watch, you know, go there to share information about how they do what it is that they do. And um, it's a peer event for content creators. So if you're a content creator and you can make it to the Dallas, Texas area between October 3rd and 5th, make sure that you check out vidsummit.com for uh, information on that. So Florida oh, was last, uh, it was last Wednesday. Three small Georgia. towns are gone. Oh my goodness. Category three. Hey, Ron, wow. how you doing, man? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I hope everybody's okay then from, uh, from that. And then South Florida, no hurricane issues here. Oh, my. Yeah, it's inter interesting how that stuff works. Yeah. Yeah, on this side of the, you know, we're in Asia, so it's like it's that's not really big news for us unless right. we happen to, like, pick up some Western media or something like yeah. that. So it's just in passing, oh, there's a hurricane in Florida. Mm -hmm. Brace yourself, Florida. Next channels can't brood. Can't brood uploads one time per week or more. They've been on YouTube for over a year. Um, the type of channel is hiking and uh, RVing with the family. And hyping, hyping, and hiking. RVing. Yeah, <laughs> that's like well, that's interesting. They just go around and hype people. Right. That's their thing. Yeah, yeah. RV hyper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's see that TikTok challenge. Right. right. What's up, Van Lifers? Right. Yeah. Well, no, just everybody hyping up other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, check it out, everybody. They're putting their cart back in the carousel. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo, look at that tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hiking and RVing with family says uh, the goal of the channel is to help dads plan their family hiking vacations. That's cool. And the uh, question is, over half my views are on televisions. How do I create content to maximize views on mobile, laptop, um, and, t and uh, tablet, and especially TV? So if the content that you're making is being consumed on televisions then in that particular case like i would embrace that and just make sure that the content that you're putting up is you know high quality high resolution you know make sure you're uploading in 4k all of that so that people can fully you know enjoy that content on a tv i would also consider you know uh, digital entertainment systems so like if somebody has a sound system or sound bar um, on their setup you know just trying to make everything yeah. sound as nice as possible um, just so that you can create that you know nice tv experience for them but in terms of you know getting people to watch on mobile laptops tablets and um and tvs wait because you have tv okay so getting people to watch on mobile tablet um and laptops that's going to come down to the actual you know content itself so uh you and know people are going to watch with how they're where they want to watch, watch it, where right. they want to watch yeah i mean and, and tv viewership in general is expanding i think for everyone no. which was interesting because mobile viewership was on the rise for a very long time yeah and then tv starts TV's coming, coming there and eating it yep. tv's coming up there mm -hmm. and eating it yeah absolutely interesting yeah, people are going to watch on whatever they're going to watch. Yeah, so the, the whole idea there is to kind of look and see where people are responding. Mm. Now, if you were to say something different, like, uh, you know, hey, I can't get people to click on my videos from suggested videos or something right. like that, then I would have some, you know, more direct information there. But in terms of trying to get people to watch on the, you know, on the other devices, um, that can be a challenge, especially if you're going from TV to mobile. Yeah. Um, because, you know, uh, like, I'm going to guess maybe the content that you're putting out, maybe it's longer and it makes for more of a TV experience. Maybe, I'm not sure. Um, but I if would, they're out in nature or yeah, something. Yeah, if you're out in nature 
featured on some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because of that, you know, one thing that you might want to experiment it with, if that's what you're doing, um, is maybe, you know, I can just look at the channel. This would be easier. Hold this for a second, uh, yeah. D, if you don't mind. I will hold this for a second. He's checking your channel to see. He's going to look at the videos and see the type of content that you're actually making. So Chad Garber says, uh, he says, I'm watching on my Mac. I'm watching on my Mac with the new 4K TV versus 1080 uh, TV I used to be. Your video looked better on the old one. Are those settings I can change on the new one? So we are streaming out in 1080 right now. We're, we don't stream out in 4K. We could stream out in 4K if we use a different system, but StreamYard caps out at 1080. Uh, and that's for the majority of the viewers, that's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking at 4K and we're looking pixelated, um, sorry about your luck. <laughs> yeah, so really quick, um, I was just looking at your channel, um, Camp Brood, and, you know, the view counts and things like that that you um, are currently getting. Um, uh, you have some videos on your channel that have done, like, really well, but um, um, I would actually just focus more on the content in terms of, you know, just getting more people to click on it, you know, creating that better viewer experience there because the videos that you're putting out, they're not long, like, you know, under 10 minutes for most of these. So you're already doing that. You do have some on here that are, uh, you know, like this one here, 30 minutes long almost. You got, you know, um, a thousand views on that one. So yeah, so so I would just keep going and you will start getting, you know, more, um, you know, mobile and laptop or computer, you know, viewership. But, you know, one thing to also keep in mind is, you know, with your type of content, like RVing around, um, you know, that could also be something to where people are, are just consuming that more on TV. Um, so another thing that I would look into here is I would actually look to see your age demographics. I was just going to say that. Yeah, because you might be reaching, you know, like just like an older crowd that, you know, is into RVs and things like that. Or you could be reaching families. But, you know, I would definitely get tuned in on that as well just to um, just to make sure. But um, but yeah, I, I think that you your focus should be more on just getting people to, you know, um, have a better experience with the content. And then as you do that, then YouTube systems will, you know, kind of pick up, you know, um, pick up the rest of that because you'll be reaching more people at scale. So then more people will be consuming it on uh, more devices. Renee says YouTube will also recommend differently depending on what device you're watching on, like mobile uh, versus TV. Etc. And, and were you just basically saying that young people wouldn't be interested in RVs? Is that what you were trying Not to say? Not at all. What I'm saying is that um, Are you taking with a swing that particular... at young people? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> all right. Next question is uh, from. No, it makes set. sense because I was yeah. going to. I was going to. Yeah. I was going to yeah. mention the, the the older demographic. Right. Yeah. Look at your age because I'm thinking like if more people are watching it on TVs, I'm thinking RV. I'm thinking people might be interested in retiring, right? Traveling around in RVs. Right. You know, yeah. Just make sure you get. I, yeah, I know the, the right likelihood people. of like our mother like watching on a TV is right. significantly greater than her watching on a, on a mobile device. Yeah. Uh, one step uploads every other day. They do fighting games. The goal of the channel is to turn my skills and knowledge into a fun and profitable career. Um, let's see here. My question is, um, I'll be making over 60 videos during those 10 days. Um, over 10 days. Wow. 60 videos in 10 days. What? Um, and I don't want people to have to wait for their character guide or whatever. Is there a YouTube limit on content output per day? Wow. That's a good question. I have no idea. Um, I know, I know that there, I know their notifications, um, cap out at three videos per day, but in terms of like, is there there a limit in terms of, can you upload a video every minute for 24 hours straight? I'm not sure. Um, that's, that's a really good question. I have no idea if they have a, 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 an upload limit. Throwing this out there before you just kind of go, you know, crazy on the upload. If you haven't done this already, if you're putting these all in the same channel, do some and test it out to see how your audience responds because Before you never you want to be in a, it out. Right. Because you never want to be in a situation where you're making your audience choose between the videos that you're uploading because not everybody's going to be able to just like binge watch all of your content like that. That's a commitment. 
That's it commitment. Is. And there's the possibility that as you're uploading and people start skipping those videos because they just watched one like 20 minutes ago, the more they don't watch, the more likely it is that YouTube might slow down recommending your videos to them in the future. So just kind of test that out to see where it falls with your audience. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, next question that we have here is from Lyrical. Love the channel name. Um, they a do great name. It is. They do yeah. a uh, podcast, and the goal is to monetize. And the question is, what kind of mic and lights do I need to start off my first podcast? I have my C9 camera for my laptop. So technically, um, yeah, using like a Logitech, like C920 or something like that, or a Brio, something like that can get you started. Um, in terms of a microphone, a really popular USB option is the Blue Yeti microphone, but Rode they, also has. I was going to say they've got all the new yeah. USB mics that are mm -hmm. out that are pretty good now. Yeah, Rode yeah. also has um, a dedicated podcast microphone. Um, it's called the Rode Pod Mic, and they have a USB version of that now. And that's like their uh, you know more no, budget friendly uh, option. Yeah, D's going to grab one. He's got one lay laying over there. But that's the XLR version. But they have them now for. Uh, 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 USB as well. So I would definitely look into um, that as an option for the microphone. Your laptop will be fine um, just by itself. But for the microphone, I would get one of these, but the USB uh, version or something similar, right? Just look for a you know good USB microphone. I know that particular mic is an XLR. I think it's around, what, 100 bucks or something? Yeah, yeah. I bought this one's an XLR microphone, which means it's, it's going to take an actual cable that's going to go into the back of some sort of a board. I'm going to mm -hmm. put on my camera here. Uh, one thing, though, about these microphones, if you get these microphones, you're going to see that they come with the grill invest in check sort out of a, the grill check out the grill invest in some sort of a pop filter yeah. on these the foam pop filter they make them specifically for these mm -hmm. uh it can get rid of a lot of the plosives the peas and and uh make it sound a lot better so mm -hmm. this is a great microphone um it i is. use this a lot i use this a lot another budget version it's it is an xlr and if you do have a uh a board is man i through the pandemic i use that road uh what is it the uh what is the 50 uh, the 57 what is it the i don't know my little hand the up. sm57 no 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 oh yeah I, i'm uh, not sure man, I, I, just I, I know what you're talking about but i'm yeah, not sure what it's called man, S, S, a, sm no yeah i forget yeah i, I know what you're talking about it looks it like it looks really, like a stage microphone man yeah. that thing sounds really good very affordable too but for cameras um other options as well is um like these cameras that we're using here like um this you know camera right here that's shining on me right now um that one is a uh, sony zv1 i believe it is and uh, this is the quality, you know, you get out of it. It's a really small, you know, compact uh, camera, really easy to use. It's got a built-in lens and all that stuff. Um, it's pretty budget-friendly as well. But when you start getting into cameras where you can change lenses and things like that, like the ZV-E10, um, then things start, you know, uh, getting more expensive because then you have the body of the camera plus you have the lens itself however the end result typically looks you know looks pretty good and if you get one of the ones where you can change the lenses then in that particular case it also gives you a lot more creative flexibility so that you can make everything look exactly like you want it to look based on the lens that you have like if you want like a nice blurry background or super blurry background or something like that um, and also the different lenses that you put on the camera can distort you in different ways so for example if you get like a 
super wide lens, like a 16 millimeter or something like that, then it can make your nose look a little bit longer if you get too close to it. Because you lie. If the camera's a little bit, you know, too close to you as well. Um, and if you, if you, if you're handy in terms of you, you talk with your hands, um, then in that particular case, when your hand goes out to here, it can make your hand seem like it's, you know, really long and in those types of things. Um, so you just have to be mindful of that, but you can really dial things in, um, you know, if, uh, if you would like. So my and brain really can... quick. Oh, good. Oh, I, I was going to say, uh, Renee mentioned here on the mass uploads from the question that we had before. Mm. He said that, um, your videos could compete with each other short term, slowing the growth. And if they aren't actually distinct videos, you may risk getting flagged, uh, for spam. So oh, I wanted to make sure, yeah, I wanted to make yeah. sure uh, to let you know, um, about that as well. Cause that's, uh, some great feedback. Thank you, Renee, for, uh, for the clarity on that. Yeah. While he was speaking, I went over there to look at the other microphone because I just completely blanked out on the name of the microphone. It's an SM58. Oh, it's okay. an SM58 microphone. It's what you see a lot of singers singing with. Uh, they are an XL microphone. You do need some sort of a, uh, an interface with them. But, man, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. Yeah, even with the inter interfaces, you can get something like a focus, focus right. right. Yeah, and even Rode. They've got, like, all kinds of, like, little devices now. Yeah, that um, that yeah. you can get for reasonable prices. So I would definitely look into Rode. Um, they're, you know, we don't work with them anyway, and they've never sponsored anything. Like, they should, um, though. They should, yeah. But they, uh, uh, but they are, you know, they, they really solid products. Like, almost... With the exception of my Shure SM7B that I have at home, every other microphone. Actually, I think I have an Audio-Technica, a couple Audio-Technicas, too. The, the shotgun microphone. And I have a Deity. So, yeah, maybe yeah. they're not all Rhodes. Yeah, but but I've got up. a lot of Rhodes microphones. Maybe you should just shut uh, up. As home, maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe I should just shut up. Yeah, mouth. except for like yeah. a Deity, except for the Shure microphones. And except... <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe I should just be quiet. Okay. Yeah, you got a Super Chat. So, um, uh, Laurent Henderson, thank you for the Super Chat. Super appreciated. Says, um, one of my shorts videos got 24,000 views. I was shocked. Um, it was a soundbar remote setup um, i'm not a soundbar channel i do different tech i look at uh i took a break from youtube to focus on other things any tips to get back and capitalize so if you're doing tech i mean you know audio is part of tech but if you don't plan to keep walking down that road then i would just look at that as hey this was a one-off you know opportunity it did well but i'm gonna stay in the lane of the things that you know that i care about making and sharing with people and um and i would just get back to um as renee would say get back to the contenting right get back to making like, bread yeah just get back to you know making the donuts right <laughs> yeah so like um you know, just, bread renee just getting back into it getting back into your cadence you know because you say that you took a, a break to work on some other stuff um you know getting the process of you know ideation and creation and publishing content worked back into your lifestyle those types of things is definitely what i would do in addition to that um, another thing when you do decide start looking into topics that you're going to make videos about um, with the soundbar content excluded I would go into your YouTube analytics and you're gonna see, um, if you go into the to the very first page that you land on, if you scroll down the page, YouTube is going to show you per the date range that you set, um, all of the videos that have been driving traffic to your channel the most in that time period. So what I would recommend that you do, and, and I'll explain why, um, is I would recommend that you look at those videos and that you try to think, okay, the people that have interacted with these top videos, let's say your top five or top 10, depending on you know the views that are coming in from them, um, the people that, are inter that have interacted with these recently, what would be just a great fit for those people? What would they really enjoy if I were to publish it next? And then I would start making those videos. And the reason for that is because 
if people are interacting with your channel, you know, if those are the ones that are bringing in the view counts, then that is the stuff or the type of content on your channel that people are interested in right now. So because of that, you would want to follow some of that stuff up with content that would be, you know, relevant to those people so that when YouTube does show it to them on their home pages or suggested videos, um, or if they get a notification that they're going to be more likely to uh, respond to it. So I would definitely, uh, I would definitely do that. So Millennial Legends in the chat says, we just went from zero to 10K, I'm, I'm guessing subscribers, in eight months. Nice. Thanks to these awesome Yodas. I truly uh, hope you guys know how much you're helping us FNGs out here breaking into the world. That's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations yeah. on that. that. That's huge, actually. Like like the like the zero to 10,000 in eight months. That's that's, yeah, that, that's fantastic. That's you're doing substantial an excellent, growth. Yeah, you're doing an excellent, excellent job. So keep definitely keep that up. I've yeah, Chris. Th thank you for oh, the super chat. chat. I appreciate it. Yeah, super you know, in chat. the chat, man, post your post your latest win. What's your latest win? Ooh, love that. Yeah, love that. Yeah, view yeah, count. Yeah, what's your latest win? Yeah, that's yeah, good. Whatever it is, what's your latest milestone? Mm. Post it. In, yeah, brag a little bit. Let's let's see what your wins are. I'll mm -hmm. put some on the screen while he's answering the next question. And really quick, just for inspiration for everybody that thinks they need to get the latest tech and all that stuff to, you know, get the ball rolling. I wanted to just share this really quick from Millennial Legends. He says, um, I built my entire channel, um, obtaining 600,000 views in eight months with just a cell phone. It's possible with any technology as long as you give it your all. Boom. Totally. Love it. There you go. Yeah, I have a friend here locally. He grew his entire YouTube channel to over 100,000 subscribers in 10 months just using an iPhone. No external mic, nothing. Just his, mi just his microphone and his energy and his love for sharing information with people. Making it my own DIY, 52,000. That's fantastic. I love it. Just hit 500,000 views for nice. the off-road channel. Look at this. Making it my own is... 6.5 million views. Nice. Yeah, Love I'm going to go ahead and just, I, as you're answering the questions, I'm going to just keep putting these on the screen. These yeah, are awesome. Yeah, please do. And uh, yeah. Chantel, you know, 400, she had a 400 upload milestone and getting a job interview this coming week. Fantastic. Awesome. Absolutely great. Love seeing that. My latest win is outlining some new scripts from Amy Johnson. That's awesome. Nice seeing that as well. Yeah, love these. That's yeah. I love that, D. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. So um, people are doing the thing. Yep. Doing I love it. it. So uh, the next question is from um, Ernesto Esparza. And um, he says that he does gaming and entertainment content. The goal is to reach 100 subs. And then the question is, how can I reach 130 subs if I start making videos? Um, so if your goal is to reach 100 or to get to 130 subs. That's a suspicious number. 130. Like, why 130? Why what, not 150, right? What, yeah, happens, at a, off. what yeah. happens at 130? Yeah, or, not 100, 100. or 129. Yeah, right. to where, yeah, yeah, or yeah. 130. Yeah. Yeah, but basically the um, the the whole idea when it comes to you know getting that first 100 subscribers is really using that process more of like a learning period to where it's like hey you know my my first parts of my channel when I'm trying to get everything rolling I'm trying to hit these first milestones 100 subscribers 500 subscribers a thousand subscribers my first you know video with a thousand views on it my first video with ten thousand views on it those types of things is just focusing as much as you possibly can on understanding your audience working the consistency of publishing content into your lifestyle. And then of course, analyzing everything it is that you're publishing to see how people are responding to it. And then trying to improve through also educating yourself and developing skills along the way. So, you know, for example, in your case, you actually won, um, you know, Vid Summit replays. You also won, you know, Daryl's book. Both of those are going to be extremely insightful for you. But in addition to that, um, you know, there's also, you know, people come onto YouTube and, we all come on with different skill sets. 
And YouTube, just like anything else, it does have, you know, certain things that are required in order for you to be able to hit, uh, you know, certain level of competitiveness, so to speak. So in some cases, somebody can just be naturally really good at communicating. And because of that, they don't need to edit as much or something like that. And based on the content that they're putting out, um, you know, they can just sit there and talk to a camera and people will love it just because they're a good communicator, even though they might not be great at editing videos. In other cases, people might give amazing value with the content they provide, but they can edit it okay to where it's good enough and then they can present it well and then through that combination of the you know value and then enough you know to c cut out dead parts of the video and stuff like that um and the decent presentation then in that particular case those those three things can make up for a good experience for um, for viewers. So because of that, um, I would just focus all of your efforts right now if you're trying to get that first 100 subscribers on just skill development. Skill development, understanding your audience, and um, and, and doing the thing. Um, if you if you focus on those, the skills will help you reach new milestones. And anytime you hit a plateau, in that particular case, it's either a skill or an understanding of either you know how things are working on your channel or the audience that you're trying to reach are the things that can get you through um, those plateaus if you hit them there are some awesome milestones coming up what do we got uh, y'all i'm putting them up on the oh, screen okay okay okay, okay. Just, just people making gains nice people making gains that's nice. what it is i love it i love that they're aware of the gains mm. i love that it's like hey you know uh post your latest milestone mm. like they're just posting them out nice posting them out love it it gets a big deal man like it celebrate is. your wins yeah celebrate celebrate them. the wins yep. stand on the mountaintop and scream for the day in fact yep. we should stop answering questions and order a pizza and just sit here and celebrate everybody's and wins. Just, just list them off. And just sit there and read through them all. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of vodka and Coke. <laughs> Do a shot every time somebody gets a win over like 10,000. That'd be a great stream, Ooh. man. Just putting it out there. See how you feel about it. Design Burst? No. Uh, no they've been on YouTube for less than six months. They do interior design content. The goal of the channel is to educate and inspire people to improve their living spaces that, through interior design. I'll do that on my channel later. And the question is, <laughs> our channel is relatively new. Um, having started uh, June 10th, 2023, as of now, we have 752 subscribers, and we've uploaded 12 videos. How can we determine if our channel is performing well? So um, June, July, August. So you've been on YouTube for two months. You are already up to 752 subscribers out of just 12 videos. I can tell you right now, you're heading in the right direction as long as those 752 subscribers came organically from YouTube. Um, if they came from any like service or from participating in, you know, any type of groups or anything like that, um, in that particular case, not so much, but as long as you earn those 752 subscribers organically through those 12 videos, then you are, um, you're off to a great start um, on your YouTube channel and, and, and everything is going, uh, you know, fantastic. You're heading in the right direction. Let me but it says, hold on really quick. It says, um, is it normal for views to drop after two days? What is the ideal click-through rate? Um, our channel average is 5.5. We're new to YouTube. Any advice would be appreciated. So a couple things really quick just for uh, clarity when it comes to the uh, click-through rate is on YouTube, they uh, they have public information that tells us, and you can actually see this uh, very easily um, if you are in your analytics, um, you can actually click on some of the, the little eye icons in there, and then like little panels will slide out that give you additional information. You can also search uh, the Google help pages on YouTube or on uh, Google. 
and they will uh, they also share some of this information. But um, when it comes to click through rate, the average on the platform is between two and ten percent. Unfortunately, YouTube doesn't give us any type of click through, or I'm sorry, any type of impression information to let us know. You know, is it two percent of what, ten percent of what, right? Because the impressions that you get can massively impact your click through rate, and they can massively impact your audience retention as well. They don't always, but most of the time they do. So because of that, um, uh, if you have a channel average of 5.5, that's fine, but it's not really important what the channel average is. What's important is what you're getting per video. And it's also important to look at the impressions that you're getting and look at how your click-through rate, um, the click-through rate that you're getting compared to the impressions per video. And then you can level that up by going into your traffic sources report on YouTube. And then in your traffic sources report, um, this is in your advanced mode analytics, you're going to see in there where on the platform you're getting your click-through rates from. So for example, you can see on home pages what your click-through rate is. You can see in your subscription feed what your click-through rate is. You can see on uh, search what your click-through rate is. And you can see in suggested videos is what your click-through rate is and the reason this is valuable is because it helps you get a more accurate idea of how your videos are performing on those specific pages of YouTube versus just averaging everything together across the channel um, or averaging all those traffic sources uh, together so um, so definitely make sure that you're looking in that so when it comes to the ideal click-through rate obviously you want to go as high as it can possibly go um, or as high as you can get it within the impressions that you are uh, getting from YouTube and just so you know, since you are new, when it comes to an impression, that is when YouTube shows your video to somebody on the platform for more than a second. So if somebody sees your thumbnail somewhere, then that is an impression. Um, so you just want to make sure that you are, right now you, you have too few videos to, to really be able to identify this in a, in a way that is very, that, that's important. But what you wanna look for is you wanna look for averages across your channel over time. So when you have videos break out, you wanna start looking and saying like, okay, um, so this is what the metrics look like on this video that got higher views on them. And then over time, what you're gonna start seeing is you're gonna start seeing, okay, when my videos do well, they typically at least hit these marks, right? And then that way, when you start seeing yourself fall under those marks, it can just give you some insights on like, oh, maybe I need to change my thumbnail or maybe I need to change my title or something like that. Um, um, so because of that, just start looking into those things. But in terms of your start, um, you know, you're off to a good start. Just keep going. And in terms of, you know, you said any other advice would be um, appreciated. So another thing that's really important also, since you are just getting started on YouTube, is just make sure that you are giving the process time because YouTube does come with a learning curve just like anything else um, and make sure that you are easy on yourself because some content creators, if things don't, you know, if their channel doesn't start blowing up right away or something like that, people will take it personally and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm not good at this or, you know, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, the creators that make it through all of the filters in terms of like, you know, the learning filters and being patient, you know, with the platform and the learning process, all that good stuff, the people that make it through that, um, those are the ones that you see that have successful channels the people that just give up and that aren't willing to learn new things and aren't trying to constantly try to learn how to make their videos better and things like that um, those are also the people that usually end up giving up because they're not growing in any way so one big advantage of being a content creator is based on the skills that you need to do it um, you are in like a constant state of like learning and growth and all of that like as a person but you get to apply that to your YouTube channel um, as well and it helps you just do better on the platform um, in general
general. So just make sure you're learning everything that you can about YouTube and not just watching videos like mine, but also like looking at popular videos on YouTube, being mindful of the videos that you click on them and thinking about why you clicked on those particular videos, studying other, uh, you know, creators that are getting views on the platform um, and thinking to yourself like, okay, like, are, are, do they have really busy thumbnails? Are their thumbnails like really basic? What are the things that they're focusing on? How are they structuring their titles? Um, you know, are they adding keywords to their titles? Yes or no? Um, you know, those types of things, looking at how they put their videos together, but, but just make sure that you're studying um, YouTube as well and that you are getting, you know, insights from, you know, your own intuition from watching um, other content creators as well. Okay, I wanna bring attention to this win right here. So okay. Liz Blanco is my design Sherpa. She says, here's my win is I'm getting more clients than I can handle from 1400 subs. Nice. So she has yeah, 1,400 subs and mm -hmm. she's funneled it in a way. She's built her channel around the business. Mm -hmm. Obviously the purpose is to drive clients. 1,400 subscribers and she's getting more clients than she can handle. Yeah, so good. I just want you to just don't focus so hard on one particular metric, have a plan. Think about what the purpose is of your channel, mm -hmm. because if you drive that traffic a, a particular way, maybe it's maybe it's to drive them into your email list, maybe into your sales funnel, uh, affiliate marketing, maybe just trying to grow a YouTube channel by itself. So just don't put your blinders on and think that there's just one way to do it. Yep. Um, she's she's crushing it with, with fourteen hundred. Nice, uh, yeah. Congratulations on yeah. Uh, congratulations on that. Just wanted to highlight that. Yeah, and a really cool thing about YouTube, you know, for those of you that are using it for anything other than you know. Like, like if you're using YouTube for business in any capacity, if you are, you know, using it to, you know, drive affiliate sales, if you have your own products, you're bringing attention to your own services, you're bringing attention to, um, YouTube is extremely powerful for that. And if you have anything that you can offer off of your YouTube channel, um, you know, you can be in a similar situation to where, you know, you can get, you know, so much business that you end up having to turn people away, um, which is a pretty cool spot to be in because then you get to actually pick and choose who you work with instead of like having to take, you know, all the different clients that you get and stuff like that. So it's a, you know, it, it can definitely change uh, the, the way that you approach everything. And YouTube is just a powerhouse for, you know, bringing attention to, uh, you know, businesses and different products and services and stuff like that. US Plus Dad says, we told our daughters we'd book a Disney trip at 50,000 subscribers. Nice. Today will be that day. Nice. Didn't think it would happen this fast starting May 1st. Nice. Congratulations on that. Enjoy your uh, Disney trip, right? That's awesome. Land. Yeah. So uh, really quick, we had a super chat come in from Pleasant Memories Education. Thank you for the super chat. It says, I have my um, home language, um, but started to create more English educational kids content recently. My views are going up a bit. So grateful. My heart is to help where needed. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, if you are you know, going after a different language and that language is responding to the content, I think it's fantastic. Because you know, I know in some places in the world, if you are communicating in your native language, that the ad rates in some places, just like you know, they are here, where we live, um, the 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 ad rates can be uh, very low, and because of that, it can be really hard to you know create any type of sustainable income from the YouTube channel, and also just the way that people buy things and things like that. It's just different in you know different places in the world. So because of that, you know, in some cases, monetizing YouTube heavily can be a challenge. So um, you know, if you are you know making content for you know um, the English market and people are responding to it, then you know high five for you for pulling that off, and um, and you've you know definitely 
actually positioned yourself in a better way to be able to fully take advantage of the opportunities available on YouTube. And depending on your location, um, you also, you know, the like with the ad revenue that you're getting from YouTube, you know, it, it, there's a really good chance that, you know, after a short amount of time, it's probably going to make a substantial, um, a substantial impact. Um, in fact, on Reddit, there was somebody that that posted on there uh, this week, and they were talking about how they were just trying to get their AdSense to $100 a month. And like their only goal was like, hey, I'm just trying to get to $100 a month. And the, their the way that they framed it was like, hey, I live in this like third world country, and you know, I that developing that, country. Yeah, yeah, and that that uh, you know, hundred dollars will you know change like everything you know for me. So um, so because of that, you know, um, if you are you know somebody that is making content, you are in you know one of those countries, then uh, you know if you can find a way to get into the English market, it, it can definitely be advantageous. But the downside is that you know if there's other content like yours um, in the English market and then let's say you have like a heavy accent or something like that then in some cases you know it can be a little bit of a challenge but with all this AI stuff you know I mean you know all that stuff's probably gonna be taken care of care of here very soon and also you know YouTube also has uh, you know the option where you can upload um, you know and AI is gonna let you do this um, very soon I'm sure yeah. it's already available somewhere but um, but you're gonna be able to upload because YouTube has this functionality already if you're making content in another language you'll be able to upload content in English as well through translating, you know, your actual, you know, language and then translating the title and description. And then when somebody clicks on it, they're going to get it in their own, uh, they're going to get it in their own language. So yeah, all kinds of cool stuff on, on that front. So Jerry says, um, I heard about the crazy toppings Pizza Hut has to offer in Thailand. I'd watch you guys order those. Offer like the Whole, squid and stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. They have some really interesting pizzas over here. Yeah. Uh, I, I will not be partaking in that. Yeah, me I will either. not be participating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll have like, like squid and fish and like pork. Yeah, stuff and that like, you just shouldn't have on a pizza. It just mix it all together yeah. and then it's just like, yeah. It's yeah like I mean, ham the, is is like a common thing. Yeah, I guess, but not but with like, like squid. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah, it's, it's some of it's gross. Yeah, like baby squid and baby octopus, yeah. like shaved, and you're just like, no, no, because, we're not doing that on a pizza. Because there's a really good local <laughs> pizza company um, called Pizza Company. Um, that's usually uh, what I get instead of Pizza Hut. But if I think about it, next time I go to Pizza Hut or see one, um, I'll swing in there and take a, a, a photo for you. Yeah. Um, next up, we got Trainer James. Trainer James says they upload one time per week or more. Kevin, um, Kevin Jefferson just got monetized. Congratulations. Nice. Congratulations. Yep. Um, the type of channel is Pokemon analysis. Um, sometimes Let's Plays. The goal of the channel says I would like to be able to make YouTube my career. And the question is, to be successful on YouTube, are platforms like Discord and Twitter necessary? I have both, but barely post to either because I'm just not too social in those ways. I enjoy being social via live streams, but not really with any other social media outlets. So, no, it's not required. Like, um, those types of things can be helpful as you are growing your YouTube channel to help you grow your community off of YouTube so that you can, you know, keep those interactions going and be chatting with people and things like that while you're not publishing videos and while people aren't leaving comments or if you don't have a lot of comments coming in, they can be advantageous for that. Plus there are just additional places that people can get in touch with you. And one of the cool things about, you know, YouTube and just putting yourself out there is over time, you know, you run into, you know, just people that, you know, want to chat and that, you know, like your stuff and things like that. And, um, you know, when people can reach out to you on, you know, via Twitter DM, uh, or they can reach out to you on Discord, or if the community who are interested in similar things based on meeting through your content can meet up in a Discord, then, you know, they can continue that conversation there. And you can also use that if you do build it up over time as a way to let people know, hey, I'm going to be streaming in a little bit. So come and hang out. Or, um, you know, I'm getting ready to publish this 
this video, you know, come and hang out. And it gives you just one more thing that you can use to bring attention to your new videos when you publish them. So it can be used more, think of it more of like a marketing vehicle, so to speak, um, in addition to a community building um, thing. So it's not necessary, but they, they do have advantages. But one thing that I do recommend, if you are somebody that is serious about growing like an internet brand of some kind, I recommend that you at least get the socials. So get the Twitter account, get the Instagram account, get the TikTok account, you know, get all of the things with your name, even if you're not using them right now, and make one piece of content there, be it a tweet or, or uh, you know, if it's a, a TikTok, you know, put one video up there and have that as a place to where people, if people are looking for you on those platforms, then they can find you. And then that's also going to be to where, let's say that your YouTube channel just explodes. And let's say that, you know, this time next year, you're just getting tons of activity on your YouTube channel. You become like the next Dr. Disrespect, but your version, not him, but you know, you become like that known of a character and, uh, you know, people are coming in and they're just loving what it is that you're doing. Then what will end up happening is people will go and they'll start impersonating you on these other platforms if you don't secure those names. I mean, they're still going to do it anyway, but when you have like the, you know, official versions, then, you know, it makes it more difficult for people to actually take those names from you. So um, just make sure that you uh, do that. So Hybrid Fitness, a... thank you for the uh, super sticker. Super chat. Oh, super sticker? Yep. oh, I didn't see super sticker. Did you get yeah. uh, clocks is ticking? Super chat. Um, let's see here. I did $2. not see that one. Let me get the super sticker while you're doing that. Clock is ticking. Thank you um, as sticker. well for the uh, super chat, super sticker there. Super appreciate it. That's right, Chantel. Seafood on pizza is wrong. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. It's a war crime. Some country. Yeah, something like that. Food crime, at least. <laughs> food crime. Yeah. So uh, next up. Both. It's both. It's all the crimes. We've got amazing yacht destinations. Uh, they've been on YouTube for a year or more. They do education and entertainment content. The goal of the channel is to let people explore places that they've never been. And the question is, with the auto preview on YouTube videos, should we make a hook specifically for that? And how long should one make um, make that if it is recommended? So when it comes to that, just make sure that you are thinking, um, just think about it through the eyes of a viewer, right? So if you were to grab their attention with the thumbnail and they stop scrolling, let's say their mobile phone, let's say somebody's going on their mobile device and then your thumbnail shows up and they see it has something to do with taking a cruise and that there's somebody that's interested in a cruise, what's the first thing that they are going to see, right? And just start thinking of it through that lens. Instead of thinking of it like, okay, um, you know, I gotta make a special hook for it. Think about it like, okay, if, if the person that I'm trying to reach with this content, if my thumbnail grabs their attention, what can I be doing when this autoplay starts? Would it be eye candy about the cruise that you're getting ready to take them on? Would it be you standing in front of the camera saying that you are going to be showing them different things about the cruise? Um, would it be just, uh, you know, hey, we're getting ready to go on this cruise, you know, type of uh, imagery as you lead into the video? Like, what would be the best experience based on what you like about, you know, um, cruises and what would grab your attention since you're making that type of content and, um, and do that kind of stuff in the beginning? And the reason... <clears throat> excuse me, the reason that you want to try to think of it that way is because you know, like a lot of people, they'll see like what Mr. Beast is doing and, um, and just other creators like that, right. In the entertainment space. And they'll say, okay, well, this is what he's doing. Then I need to do that on my channel. And in some cases that works in other cases, that type of thing will turn people off based on who it is that's interacting with your content. So because of that, because you're the one making the content for the channel, which means that you are into that type of content, you understand that viewer, all that. Um, in that particular case, I would think about the viewer and think about, okay, if, if my thumbnail grabs their attention, 
what can I do here in this beginning that would not only give context into what is going to be happening in the video, but also just to where visually it would be something where they'd be like, oh, that looks nice or that looks interesting or that looks like a nice boat or, you know, something along those lines that would make them want to uh, come into the video. But the very next step of that is I would write down a bunch of those things like, okay, if I was watching YouTube and I saw this boat and uh, in the thumbnail and I stopped and it grabbed my attention, like what type of things would I respond to? Um, and then start experimenting with those through the next videos that you publish. And then if you find something that seems to hold viewers more or pull people in more, then in that particular case, say, okay, well, let me experiment with doing that again to see if I can repeat it, to see if it's repeatable. And then if it is, and you start getting similar results, then in that particular case, start doing things like that when you start your videos until it slows down in terms of it working in that similar way um, is the approach that you'd wanna take there. Um, let's see here. So next up on our list, we've got movie reviews is the name of the channel and the type of channels, movie reviews, trivia, and news. The goal of the channel is to become a full-time content creator when the time is right. And the question is posting on community tab is important, but recently you said that YouTube doesn't notify your subscribers about every single post. Can you elaborate? So how, how YouTube notifications work is somebody has to opt in to the to be notified in the first place then they have to opt in to be notified for everything um you know if it's personalized or they can opt in to be uh notified just you know like occasionally to where if youtube's like oh yeah this is a perfect video for them then they get notified there um and then the next part of that is that in addition to having their settings correctly in terms of the notifications that they have turned on they also need to be able to receive those notifications on their device so um, a lot of people have notifications turned on for the channels that they're subscribed to, but they don't have notifications turned on on their phone. So because of that, people are like, oh, well, I'm not getting notifications from YouTube, right? So um, so the whole idea is to, uh, you know, uh, uh, in terms of, you know, the people not getting the notifications is that there's just different ways that people can get notified and users just don't always, you know, have things set up properly in order to receive the notifications from YouTube. Next up on our list, um, we've got, so Hybrid Fitness says, what about shorts, thumbnails, custom or not? So um, you actually cannot upload custom thumbnails right now. The best you can do is you can select it from a, uh, you know, you can select the screen from within the short that, uh, that you can use as the thumbnail, but you can no longer add custom thumbnails to YouTube shorts. So uh, because of that, um, you definitely need to, uh, you know, be thinking about that in the video content. And if you are doing something to where you're like, man, if somebody, you know, cause YouTube is showing shorts all over the place. Now you're getting them in like suggested videos. Thanks to Jerry uh, for sending over that screenshot, but you're getting them in, in like suggested videos. Now, um, you're getting them on home pages. Like you're getting them all even in uh, search they're showing, uh, you know, like big blocks of shorts. Like they're trying really hard to drive traffic into, you know, very short, uh, content on the platform. But, um, uh, with that, uh, since they're showing the content in all these places, you want to be thinking about, okay, if they show my content in search or they show it on a homepage or recommended next to another video, is it going to be me halfway into a sentence? Um, or is it going to be showing something that, you know, might be interesting in the video, uh, in the video itself? Definitely things that you want to uh, make sure you're thinking about. Yeah, and really quick, uh, Brenner Rogers, um, I just want to highlight this really quick. He says, um, two days of having featured videos enables. It's crazy how well it works, pushing, pushing from uh, short to long form uh, content. Yeah, if they're getting views, like if the shorts are getting views, yeah, they are definitely crossing over, uh, definitely crossing over from there. 
Um, let's see here. So next up, we've got, okay, we did our killer obsession already, so we got that one covered. So next up, we've got genealogy with Amy Johnson Crow. Um, Amy says uh, she does genealogy and family history content. The goal of the channel is to encourage people to explore their family history and to grow, their biz grow her business. And the question is, what are some best practices for doing a response video, not a reaction video? Somebody made a long-form video that I'd like to respond to some of the things that they said, if possible, I'd like to include some of their video rather than just talk about it and give my responses. So step one um, is I would hit them up and I would say, hey, you know, I, I would I would like to do, you know, response to your video. You know, you cool with that, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, just try to get that permission to them. So then you don't even have to, you know, think about it. So technically, if you are, you know, uh, responding to their video, um, I mean, it is reaction really like that's how it would be you know kind of looked at but if you are responding to their uh video and you're you know sharing the things that you agree with or disagree with or whatever it is um in that particular case technically you should fall under fair use but because that is a legal thing it's like you know it's always you know a roll of the dice and something that you need to be mindful of so that's why i would reach out to them first just to make sure that you're not going to have any issues with them not liking how you told them or how you're telling people that what they said isn't right or something like that and then them trying to take you down for it or something like that. Um, so because of that, you know, I would just take that extra step. Um, and then outside of that, um, you know, I would definitely link to their video, um, you know, uh, so that people can know where to find the original content if they wanted to watch the full thing. And then that way, you know, one, you'd be able to continue a session on your end, which is a win. But two, um, that would also just be, you know, the nice thing to do since you are, you know, talking about their um, content. But I would definitely do that as well. But um, if you are going to be doing the reactions, one other thing um, that can kind of, you know, help there in terms of, you know, just being able to defend it is, uh, you know, if you're going to be sitting there, you know, doing the reaction instead of maybe showing like their clip full screen, which might look weird in their copyright area if it shows up inside of YouTube, instead of showing like the full clip, like have it to where you're in there and then maybe the clip is minimized a little bit um, and then you're showing it that way. So if it does show up in their copyright area, it looks like it's something different so that when they are going through and they're removing videos that have been stolen from their uh, channel, in that particular case, it will, uh, it will, it will stand out, right? So if they're going through and they're doing like a blanket delete, then in that particular case, it'll stand out as something different because they won't be, you know, full screen if YouTube happens to capture that screenshot. Um, let's see here. Skystream says, um, excuse me, I'm trying to find help or rather feedback, um, or do I have to super chat? So um, we're not looking at YouTube channels during this. We have a form. Um, this is all free. We have a form down in the description below where you can get your um, questions uh, you know, answered down there. But in terms of like looking at YouTube channels, we're not doing that here. Um, I do monetization streams on my channel from time to time where we look at channels and we review them based on like how they could make more money, um, you know, based on how creators typically make money on YouTube. But um, uh, on the tube spanner channel, we do channel reviews. So if you just go to uh, Google and you type in tube spanner, um, I'm going to, or sorry, YouTube search and you type in tube spanner, um, then you're going to see that channel pop up. Just make sure you subscribe over there, turn on all the notifications. And, um, and when I do the stream this coming week, then you'll get the notification that that's happening. Um, let's see here. So next up, we've got uh, Build with Mooney. Build with Mooney uploads one time per week or more. Um, they've been on YouTube for less than six months. They do woodworking content. The goal of the channel is to share, teach, and help. And the question is, um, I'm working through Daryl Eve's YouTube formula that you recommended. Thank you. Um, question, if all of my best videos are shorts right now and I want to make more material similar to shorts but in long form, will my shorts data translate into long form? So YouTube splits all of that up in your YouTube analytics. So currently in the content tab, it's all listed together. 
together, unfortunately. But when it comes to how you're analyzing that content, everything is separated in analytics. So you can see, um, like you can, you know, compare everything together, right? Like you can see everything together in terms of like, this is how many views and watch time and subscribers and everything the channel's generated as a whole. But when you start, um, uh, uh, like when you are uploading multiple formats, you can say, okay, um, you know, what, how are my shorts doing? How are my long form videos doing? And you can isolate it that way to just get a better, you know, understanding of how people are responding to different parts of it. Most of that is in the quick view. If you're trying to do it in um, advanced mode, then you have to do it using the grouping feature, which I have a short on my channel that explains how to get into that and how to use it and things to consider and all that. Um, but yeah, you, like they separate everything um, for that quick view and that will help you, you know, have more insights on your long form compared to the short form or just your long form and your short form as standalone, uh, you know, formats. Uh, let's see here. Next question is we've got the dream builder 21 says uh, they do automotive content. The goal of the channel is to entertain people with the projects and distract them from their day. Love it. Question. Um, how can write an easy description that will be automatically set for all of my videos and future videos? Thank you for what you do. So there's a few different ways to do this. So first, YouTube has a built-in upload default that you can use. Um, that one is built into the system. All you have to do in order to find that is log into your channel on a computer. Um, you might be able to do this on a phone now, but I don't think so. Um, but you log into your YouTube channel on a computer, um, and then down on the bottom left-hand side of the screen, you're gonna see a little gear icon for settings. You wanna click on that, and then it's gonna open up a box that's going to pop up um, on that box. Um, you are going to see navigation over on the left hand side. And one of those um, selections is going to be um, for the upload uh, defaults. And then when you click into that, then you're going to see the option um, to add a a, a canned you know description um, is what it is that you're going to see um, you'll see that you'll see that you're able to add like the title you're able to just go ahead and set it to unlisted instead of it being set to you know public or private um, you can have the tags in there um, all of your advanced settings so if you have you know a category that you always choose then you can click that you can set you know set your uh, video language all of those things that you have to do with every upload um, you can handle it there that's if you're going to be using the same one if you're going to be using multiple descriptions then in that particular case um, TubeBuddy has a description tool where you can save multiple descriptions as well and tube spanner also has one where you can do descriptions um, with both of those um, you basically can just save a description template and then when you go into uh, you know when you're uploading a video you can just select the description from a template now when it comes to tube spanner the difference is you can select individual parts. So like, let's say that, you, that you're like, hey, uh, my descriptions aren't always the same. Um, some of my videos are affiliate videos. Some of them are sponsored videos. Some of them are nothing um, in, in, you know, in those regards. Um, uh, some of them I add links to these types of videos. Some of them I add links to these types of videos and so on. Then what you can do there is you can actually customize individual sections of your description. And then as you're putting your video description together, you can just press whichever one of those sections that you want. And then it just adds it in there without you having to go grab links and copy and paste a bunch of stuff and all that. So it really helps, you know, kind of speed up the, uh, the workflow. Um, so any of those solutions, uh, will get you, uh, will get you sorted with that. And um, uh, Chantel just dropped links to all of the above um, right here um, in the chat. So, um, so you can find, you know, everything that I just mentioned uh, right there. Tube Spanner in the house. That's funny, I just mentioned Tube Spanner. Says, um, we launched a new animal channel about gorillas a few weeks ago. Um, at first it was not very popular, but since we gave them a huge pile of bananas to eat, it has gotten tens of thousands of views. It's super ape peeling. 
I like that one. That's a good one. Okay, so next up on the list, thank you for the uh, super chat, Danielle. Uh, appreciate it. So, uh, so the next channel is from Home Rapid Repair. Um, they upload one time per week or more. Been on YouTube for less than uh, one year. The type of channel is home improvement. The goal of the channel is to become a more trusted source in the home improvement um, and, of course, affiliate sales. And the question is: Yesterday, I went to one of my more popular shorts, over ninety thousand views, and linked a long form video um, that it was very similar to. We shall see if anyone clicks on it. Yeah, like that's that's the whole thing. Is this is a new feature? Feature. So, so what they're talking about here, just in case you know you haven't seen the uh, the news or the information about this, YouTube has added for anybody here that uploads YouTube Shorts, they've added a uh, a related content link um, or uh, you know content links to the YouTube Shorts. So what you can do, and you have to be on a computer for this currently, it's coming to mobile, but currently you have to do this on a computer. But what you can do is you can go into your entire shorts archive and you can point all of those shorts to a particular long form video on your channel. So this is a way for you to manually build a bridge on your archive of shorts to your long form content. But it's also a way for you to start building the bridge from shorts to long form videos that you plan to do uh, in the future. So for example, let's say, I'll, I'll tell you my use case, right? So I've got the AI video, the new one that's pinned to the top of the screen that all of you should watch. It's bananas what this stuff can do uh, already. And we're like just still at the beginning of all this, but um, definitely make sure that you check that out because there's a whole host of tools in there that'll make your job easier and can make your videos more fun and creative. So make sure that you check that out. But one of the, one of the uh, use cases for this is for my AI videos, I'm going to make, and I've been waiting for this feature so I can do it, I'm gonna make a, um, a dedicated short for those videos, just showing the changing things that I show in those videos. I'm gonna make a little army of those videos. Um, and then all of those are gonna have a call to action in them that say something along the lines of, you know, um, see how I did all of this. It's gonna start with, something along the lines of, you know, this AI stuff is getting out of control, check out what you can do. And then it's going to show, you know, all of the, you know, different things changing and stuff like that. And I'm going to give those examples. And then I'm going to say something along the lines of, if you want to see how to do it, click onto this link right here. And then there, that's going to be a direct call to action to pull people from the short shelf into the long form content. So you're going to be able to, you know, use it in similar ways as well. So when you're putting your content together, start thinking like that, start thinking, not only am I going to make content that's appropriate for the short shelf, right? Because that's a big part of this. Like I'm not just making an ad for those videos. I'm making it something, I'm framing it in a way to where it's like, hey, this is what it can do. But if you want to know how to do it, then click here, right? Or you want to know, you know, how I did it or what tools I used for this click here, right? So it's not an advertisement. It's more of like, hey, here's the value in this. So you can still enjoy, enjoy it here in the YouTube shorts. You don't have to participate in the long form in order to get, you know, additional context here. But if you do want that additional stuff, then all you got to do is click here to get it, right? So you still want to make sure that you're making content that's appropriate for the short shelf so that it can get a good response on the short shelf. Because if you're if you're just making like ads in that particular case, then what uh, what will probably end up happening is if people aren't responding to that because it's just an ad, then the reach that you're going to get isn't going to be great. But if you make something that is appropriate for the short shelf, then in that particular case, you're winning in the short shelf and you'll be winning in the long form content that you're directing people to um, as well. And uh, really quick here, Renee also mentioned, he said, um, if you have multi-part uh, multi short series, you could also use related video links to connect them together in order so that people can binge them rather than relying on the shorts feed. Yeah, so think of it kind of like manually building a playlist of sorts that they would be able to, uh, to flow through using that particular link. Yeah, great suggestion on that too.
Yeah, and he said also, um, when people are in the short speed, um, they'll want to stay there. So you have to make a compelling, high-value um, call to action, or offer them more, or, or offer to get them uh, to move over. Um, let's see here. So next up, oh, and one more. <laughs> I like adding his clarifications here, just making sure everybody hears these, because I sit here and just blabber, kind of, you know, uh, you know, improv style. So when he adds these, you know, additional elements, I, I just want to make sure you get them. But he says also um, that you can never expect a viewer to care more about your content than you do. So treat shorts viewers with respect and give them great shorts content to bridge uh, to bridge from. Absolutely love that. Thank you for the um, additions there. So Doug sent me a message. Said you missed some super chats, but I don't I don't see any ones um, that you missed. Yeah, he says that we have them. Yeah, I'll check inside of uh, yeah, I don't, I don't the see uh, other here. thing here real quick. Yeah, okay, not... so I see it. So clocks is ticking. Wait, we did we that did one that already. One. Yeah, we did that one. Oh, it says I get views, low subs, um, clocks ticking, oh, um, help. Yeah, so if, if you're getting views but people are not subscribing, it's because Where? they're... Did that message not show up when the Super Chat came in the main chat? Yeah, I guess not. But oh, it's, it's showing up in here, though. Yeah, yeah I see. I see uh, yeah, I see two more. Yeah, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, so it says... I get oh, views, low subs. So if you are getting views coming in, but people are not subscribing, one, it's helpful just to ask people to subscribe, you know, let them know why they should subscribe and then just let them know. Instead of making it this big interruptive production, um, just mention it somewhere in passing in your video. Hey, by the way, if you're enjoying this, I put out videos like this every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe, something like that. Um, uh, and also keep in mind that people have to see the value in what it is that you're doing and as it relates to them. So, you know, when you're publishing content on YouTube, you know, your videos could be cool, but if people, you know, that are interacting with them aren't thinking that they're, you know, as good or they don't know that you're going to be making those videos in the future or maybe they check your channel page and you don't have an archive yet um, in that particular, or you're extremely inconsistent, then in those particular cases, some people, you know, won't subscribe for those reasons. But if you ask them um, and you're providing strong value on your channel, then in that case, you know, people will start subscribing but just focus right now like one thing it's important to know for everybody here that is running into a similar scenario where you're like man I'm, I'm getting views but people just aren't converting into a subscriber subscribers are great in terms of the perception that it gives other people of your channel um, it's also great for you know just opening doors sometimes and things like that in some cases but when it comes to YouTube Having subscribers is good because it is a good signal that you know people are responding well to the channel as a whole and they want to see more of your content but when it comes to YouTube recommending your content to people, the thing that matters the most is are they having enjoyable experience with the content through all of the actions that they're doing? And if they are satisfied with the experience that they're having or they're enjoying that experience, then YouTube is going to continue. Their system is going to detect that. And then YouTube's going to continue to show your content to them until they stop responding to it. So because of that, like I know you want subscribers. I, I, I get it. But, but, um, but if you focus on adding value to the viewer, and getting the view counts up, then at scale, those two things combined will cause more people to subscribe to the channel, right? That's what I'm getting at. And you'll have YouTube showing your content to more of those people. And as they continue to come back in, you know, some of them will eventually subscribe, you know, even though they didn't subscribe in that first video and so on. Another one here from Genesis the, uh, and Justin. Super yep. chat. So, um, yeah, I'm getting it right now on the um, super chat here for Genesis and Justin. Thank you for that um, second one. Um, it says, hey, Nick, so my sister and I started our YouTube channel a month ago, and we're approaching 700 subscribers. Congratulations. Wow, a month ago. You're off wow. to a fantastic start. 
says, um, our public watch hours are very low. Any tips on how to increase our public watch hours to meet the criteria for monetization? So I'm not sure exactly how you're getting views. I don't know if they're coming from shorts or if they're coming from long form, um, you know, from long form views. But when it comes to uh, increasing the watch time on your channel, of course, the obvious elephant in the room is, you know, people need to be watching the videos for a longer period of time. So you can stack that up. So if you're making very short videos, then in that particular case, making long videos, you know, can help with that. But keep in mind, you don't want to make a long video just for the sake of bloating it up for, for people to watch it longer. You need to make sure that you are adding value through, you know, that extra time that you're adding to and that you're not just doing it for the, or you're not bloating it up because if you bloat it, then people won't respond well to it and then it won't do well anyway. Right. Um, but longer videos, also making sure that you're using all of the options on your channel to make it easy for people to find more of your content. Um, that means that at the end of your videos, you're using in screens on every single video and that you're trying to get people to those end screens. So what that means is a lot of content creators, they'll have their entire video and everything's going great. And people will be watching for a long period of time. They're hyper engaged, super focused on the content. They're enjoying it. And then as the video starts coming to, to the end, instead of a content creator setting up that next video that, that would be a great fit for that viewer, they'll start saying things like, you know, hey, if you enjoyed this video, make sure you subscribe and blah, blah. And they'll start kind of filling in all of this additional information that doesn't really add anything to the viewer. Plus it starts signaling to the viewer that the information or the entertainment or whatever value they came in for, that it is over and that the video is done. Um, so because of that, a lot of creators will create this big gap between when the content ends and when they recommend the next video for somebody to watch. So because of that, just make sure you're not doing any of that finalizing language um, at the end of your videos. And that instead, once the content is over, that you are thinking on your channel, okay, what's the next video I'm gonna send them to? And then in the video content itself, you tell them, uh, you know, hey, if you enjoyed this, you know, I have this other video about blah, 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 click into it, you know, right here and just work on, you know, learning how to set that next video up um, in the video that they're watching so that you can try to get more people to click into that. Um, in addition to that, make sure that you are sending anytime you're recommending anybody to anything, if it's coming from your community tab, if it's coming from your description, if it's coming from your end screens or YouTube cards, try to send people into playlists as much as you possibly can, because if they go into playlists, then in that particular case, they're also, you know, more involved in the content and they're also more likely to watch more than one video as well. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. Also make sure that your channel page itself is set up properly. So on our YouTube channel page, we have sections that we can add. Those sections come from playlists. So you can create playlists on your channel based on the content that you're publishing, kind of break it down categorically, um, and then put those on your you know YouTube channel page based on the content that people are currently responding to on your channel. Now you're just getting started. You got you know uh, uh, you know 700 subscribers on the channel. You know you've got a decent amount of videos, but you've only been out you know for a month, so not that many videos. So because of that, you probably don't have tons of content, but just make sure that you at least have your uploads playlist on your channel page at the very top. And then as you start putting content together, that is maybe uh, you know a little bit off topic from each other, then start breaking those down into different playlists. So as people hit your channel page looking for more, they can easily find it. Same exact thing goes for your pinned comment. Make sure that you're that with every single video that you have, that you write a comment that leads people into another video as well. So same exact thing like handing off 
at the end of your video where you would say something like in your comment, hey, if you enjoyed this, I have, you know, an entire series of videos like this. Uh, you can check out, you know, more here. Um, and then you would have a direct link to that playlist there or a video, and then you would send people in that way as well. So the whole idea is to basically just look at your channel, look at all the features that YouTube has and try to drive people into more content or essentially just make it easy for them to find it. If people are enjoying your content, they'll use those links to find more of your, of your content that they can watch, which will help you amplify the watch time um, on your YouTube channel. Um, let's see here. We got these two. We got this. We got that. Okay. I think that catches us up. D. Oh, here we awesome. go. Awesome. Oh, no, oh, we got, got that one, one too. Yep. We got that it. one too. Okay. So next up, um, back okay. into the form here. What number one? 17. Yeah. We're like cruising, cruising today. Those. Yeah. So we've got, uh, Luigi Oliveria 296 says the that they need to be harder. They do They're too easy. I know. Right. Uh, they do music and fishing content. The goal of the channel says I want to make money on YouTube and be part of the YouTube partner program. And the question is, can you take a look at my channel and see how much subscribers I have? Um, we're not doing that um, uh, on this stream. So next up, number 18. See, cruising D. That one was too easy, too. So we have um, Autis Mina's Clearing Clutter. I'm getting better at saying that. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but I'm getting better. Um, the the upload schedule is one time per week. Look at my channel and, look and at see how many, how many subs. I yeah, have. I don't know if they wanted it on screen or I, I'm not yeah, sure. It's yeah. kind of a weird, yeah, that'd be a great place to ask a question perhaps on like how can I get more subscribers? Yeah. Or if you had a fishing channel, what are some ideas to maybe reach my target audience better? That'd have been a great place to ask a question like that. Or to better blend music with fishing. Yeah. yeah. Um, putting that out there. The type of channel is inspiration and improving life, um, mostly autism and ADHD focused. The goal of the channel is to hopefully inspire people and help them create a better, happier life. Love that mission. Mm. And the question is, um, hey, me again. <laughs> says, I just had a bit of a nasty comment um, on my channel. At first, I thought someone just wanted my opinion, but researching the product they mentioned, I realized they are a salesperson of this MLM business while they were implying to just be a happy fan. Um, How would you deal with those type of comments? So just delete them. Just delete them and ban yeah, that yeah, yeah. user, ban that user. So um, anytime somebody leaves like a spam comment like that, or they leave like, you know, just like, sometimes people leave a comment to where it's like one letter and then one letter and then one letter and one letter. They do oh, that in live streams too. I hate that. Yeah, what what will happen um, instant is, from channel. Yeah, yeah it is, is if you look at the comment itself over on the far right hand side of the comment, um, you're going to see a three dot menu. What's it called? That is the vertical, uh, oh, no. Oh, anyway, come. three dot menu. It's the meatballs, the vertical meatballs yeah. or something like yeah, that. Something like we that. Look, yeah, something like that. So it's just three three dots stacked on top of each other. If you click into the that. It's the vertical ellipsis. If you click like on that. that, then you're going to see the option to hide user from channel. So when you click on hide user from channel, then um, that person can comment on your channel. They can watch your videos, all that stuff. But nothing that they say or do on your channel, um, mm -hmm. you're you're not going to see any of those comments. So um, so that's the that's the that's that's what you want to do. It is the ellipsis. I was right. Genesis the and ellipsis. Justin, thank you for the additional uh, <laughs> Appreciate it. The ellipsis. It's funny when I'm using Opus and I'm and I'm adding all those clips, right. all this stuff on screen, like those are funny because like I'll have to I'll have to not use some of those because it'll be like cut off and it just like looks weird. So like it'll be uh, like the 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 comment that's on the screen uh, when we're streaming. Right. Um, so those will mess up clips sometimes. Like yeah. it's fine. We're still gonna do them, but uh, it just messed it up. Sometimes. Welcome to the Nimenati. Right, 
No, you can still put them up there. I'm, I'm just making that uh, statement that yeah. uh, that those things kind of pollute what it looks like. I, I'm, I've still put up. A, I've so still does put that up mean some. don't put them on? No, there. no, still put it up there. I'm just saying, like, it's fine. It's on the extras channel, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. Don't put. You know, I'm just saying that it just looks kind of bad. No, uh, but but I mean, saying, just put yeah. them on there. I'm just saying. You know, it just <laughs> no, kind of. Like, I'm just telling you. Like, I'm just sharing information. It that's just all. ruins like the whole you know aesthetic of the entire <laughs> video. Well, it's all. It's they can be a little bit weird anyway from this uh, from this setup. Yeah. So uh, is he telling me not to put the things on the screen? Is that what he's saying? So the sacred in this chain, strange. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Nimenati. So um, make sure when you get the chance, you go to nimenvip.com. That's going to redirect you to our members only Facebook group. If that's something that you're interested in, um, which I, I recommend that you join. It's an awesome group. Um, but uh, that's going to redirect you there. If you can do that before the stream is over today, then um, we can get you in there uh, once the stream is complete. I think you're telling me not to put those things on the screen. No, it's fine. It's fine. Watch, I'm going to put one on the screen right now from uh, Resin Dragon Studios. Are you just ruining the entire says, video? Hey, says, hey, chat, yeah. what's going on? What's going on, Resin Dragon Studios? Great. Hope you're doing great. So um, <laughs> let's see here. So next up, we've got uh, MDEX Music. MDEX Music says that they do music education, apps, books, and courses. The goal of the channel is to educate and increase sales. The question is, is there a way to set up memberships so that different levels do not intercept? Right now, it seems everyone on the level has access to the perks on the lower levels. Yeah, so um, uh, when it comes to that, I'm, mm, yeah, like, uh, I, I don't think you can, I don't block, think you the can lock them in. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you can lock them in from the top down. So as of right now, no. I think the way to do that um, would be to, you know, send them somewhere else, right? Like if you have like, perks that you're trying to lock off then in that particular case like sending them somewhere else off platform as part of their membership kind of like you just saw me do um you know something like that would be uh you know kind of a solution if you're like hey i only want a certain you know group of people having this then i would create an off-site resource um for that and then anything that everybody can enjoy then um then have you know put that stuff on your channel share it in your community feed you know those sorts of things another channel premier adventure welcome premier adventure, same to thing the you get the chance welcome to to the Nimenati. When you get the chance, make sure you go to nimenvip.com. Same exact thing there. Um, I'm going to pin it on the screen for you. Um, that's going to redirect you to the Facebook group if that is something that you are interested in. If you can do that before the stream is over today, um, then we can get you in there uh, as soon as the stream is done. Um, let's see here. Kebab. Kebab menu. Is that what it is? D? Yeah, it also is the kebab, but the, yeah. it's, a, it's ellipsis at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Uh, so another celebration here is we have uh, Resin Dragon Studio says, I got my first member today through Buy Me a Coffee. I can't believe it's so excited. You know, one thing just really to, to talk about that for a second, one of the one of the things that's really cool about that, in my opinion, is like when you first start, when you first start getting that response to where it's like, hey, people are appreciating this. It's such an amazing feeling. Um, so congratulations to you for, you know, for having that first one. I hope you get many, 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 many more in the future. I'm super excited that you that you um, had that first one. Um, so next up, we've got, uh, let's see here, set up memberships. Okay, so we talked about that one. And then we have uh, Lee Enfield TV. Says they upload one time per week or more. They do gaming content. The goal of the channel is monetization for now. And um, the question is, I've noticed that a lot of people on Reddit saying that the impressions on YouTube lowered by a lot in the last couple of days. I've noticed this on my German, not my English channel as well. So here's the thing is YouTube is in a constant state of change. They are constantly um, updating everything based on how viewers are responding to content. So what can happen is if people are you know, publishing videos and they're you know, very competitive videos, 
then, you know, it's going to impact videos that are not as competitive. That's just how the system works. So like if, you know, people are enjoying, you know, the people that YouTube is showing your content to out of all the other videos that they're showing those types of viewers, if, you know, there's other content that's being put out right now, that's, you know, way more competitive then in that case, you know, it can kind of trickle down to, you know, other content. So because of that, um, you know, it's not that, um, you know, you're, don't, you're not doing anything like wrong per se, but, you know, I guarantee you if you put out a video today that people responded to at a very high rate, you know, competitively, in that particular case, you would get a lot of impressions on that video and you would get a lot of views on that video um, in terms of if you can make a video that people are clicking on a lot and once they click on it, they, you know, come in and they enjoy that video, possibly, you know, they watch more content and so on. But if YouTube can detect that they have that great experience and they're going to keep showing it to more people and then they're going to keep showing it to broader and broader audiences. So um, absolutely, you can, like your next video, if it was, if it got that type of response, then those impressions that you, you know, think that you lost, they'll go right away. I was actually listening to a podcast today from Todd uh, Beaupre, who is the uh, product lead at uh, of YouTube uh, search and recommendations. And in that particular podcast, you'll appreciate this D he says that, uh, Todd. He, yeah, he says uh, when a channel's doing well, it's the creator. But when a channel's doing, I've heard him say this before. Yeah, but when a channel's doing poorly, it's the it's algorithm. YouTube. Right, right. right. It's, it's YouTube. Fault. It's the algorithm when it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him say that before. Yeah, I thought that was. Spot I thought on. that was funny. I was like, oh, comedy gold right, right there. Yeah, right. I was like, I'm going to use that one a yeah. lot. The yeah, algorithm hates me. Yeah, right. Versus, man, I killed that video. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, did yeah, nailed that one. Yeah. We're really proud of that. Yeah, one. love, love. The uh, algorithm love hates that. me. YouTube yeah. is suppressing my video. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen him say that. I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah, I've seen him say that before. So true. So true. So uh, next up, we've got uh, Naked Truth for, uh, by Dr. Melanie. Um, they upload one time per week or more. Um, the type of channel is a natural beauty and health um, uh, content. Um, Wait, you uh, got, also, we, sorry, we've sorry. got more channel members here. Hang sorry on. about that. Renee um, just corrected me. He's, he's the director of Discovery um, and Growth Search is uh, someone else. Thanks for the uh, heads up there. I always mess two, up his title anyway. Two new channel members. All right, so um, let's see here. So, uh, welcome Polio to Filo. the Nimanati. Polio Philo and Keith Guppy Photography for yeah. both of you. Um, welcome to the Nimanati. And make sure when you get the chance that you go to nimanvip.com. It's on the screen right now. Um, it's going to redirect you to our members only Facebook group if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so, make sure that you go and you um, fill out all of the information because that's how we verify um, that you're a member before we, you know, uh, let people into the group. Um, Philo. It's an interesting name. Philo. Mm -hmm. So Naked Truth by Dr. Melanie. Um, the uh, type of channel is natural beauty and health content. And uh, the goal of the channel is to educate and inspire people to get independently healthy and monetize beyond YouTube courses, books, and affiliates. Um, the question is, I've had a second channel, uh, Restorative Travels. As soon as I retire from brick and mortar practice as a chiropractor and travel more, should I start cross promoting or remixing relative content on both channels before I merge into one of them? Um, can I do this? So, um, if you are saying, hold on, I have a second channel, restorative travels. As soon as I retire from the chiropractor job, should you cross promote? So if you are, if you have a travel channel and then you have a chiropractic channel, then in that particular case, I would I would keep them separate. So the reason for keeping them separate is because there's different types of viewers that are interacting with each you know uh, channel, and because of that, when you keep them separate, it kind of keeps everything. This is going to be a silly way to frame this, but 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 think of it as kind of keeping everything pure, right? So one of the things that uh, YouTube is really good at is looking at the content that you publish 
and seeing the people that are interacting with that content. And then based on the people that are enjoying that content and the people that are not enjoying that content, it will, it will avoid certain people on YouTube and it'll look for other types of viewers on the platform that are also likely to enjoy that content based on the people that are already, you know, enjoying it. So because of that, um, I would definitely keep those, you know, as a separate thing. Now, if you did want to let people know about each one, I would do it at the end of, you know, one of the videos and just at the very end of it, because those are the most engaged people, you know, in the content at the very end of the video, just let them know, Hey, by the way, you know, I started this, uh, you know, new channel on this and blah, 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 and try to, you know, send people back and forth that way. But I definitely would not be uploading, you know, like the travel content to the chiropractor channel or, you know, the other way around, I would keep everything separate in that regard. And then when you are ready for that, you know, um, um, you know, when you retire, um, in that particular case, I would just double down on your travel channel since that's going to be the one that you're going to, you know, be, uh, you know, publishing on from, from that time forward. Yeah. I just want to go back really quick to the question about comments you're talking about hiding them from the channel. Mm -hmm. Your channel is your property. Do not well, it's YouTube's property, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's your lawn. Yeah. It's your lawn. If you yeah. want them to yeah. get off your lawn you set the tolerance level i know some people are like free speech you can say whatever you want in my chats until they start saying some pretty outrageous stuff and then they want to get rid of those but handle your comments however you want i have a i didn't start out this way but i have a zero bs policy in my comments yeah if you're going to be rude if you're going to fight with other people if you're going to be disrespectful if you're going to try to spam or or, or try to be sly to do stuff you're gone mm -hmm. you're, you're hidden from the channel i'm not even going to tell you you're hidden from the channel you're gone get off my lawn mm -hmm. get off my lawn don't like it unsubscribe get yep. lost don't care right yeah ha handle your lawn however you want and yep. don't feel bad about it mm -hmm. yeah like one, one thing like when it comes to you know handling your comments like one of the things that that, that i also try to do is you know like your, your comments are kind of a reflection of how you run you know your community or the things that you will accept and won't accept in your community and if people are being abrasive to each other or they're coming in just for the sake of trying to like stir up trouble in some way then those are just people that you know that i don't want in the community so because yeah. of that it's like you know if you're not here to you know add value uh yeah. you know to others or if you're not here just to like learn um then in that particular case if you're going to be in here causing trouble then it's like you know hey um and the reason for that like there's a couple different reasons one is because i want when you guys go down into the comment section i want you to go down there and i, I don't want you to have to be interrupted by you know somebody Nonsense. being a jerk yeah. right by yeah. nonsense yeah. Nonsense, yeah um there's that and then there's also you know if there's somebody that wants to work with me in some way either through like a collaboration and videos or if it's like a sponsor or something like that when they hit the comment section i don't want them to have to see that stuff either because you know it's in, in my opinion i think it's a reflection it's a it's yeah. A, yeah it's, it's yeah. a poor reflection you yeah. know on me if i let that kind of stuff you know happen in the comments so i'm sure some stuff slips through um but we try to be you know very mindful of you know of the comment section because you know it is a reflection of you and what it is that you allow and all that even though it's even though it's public you know um you know it's it's I, public i like to think of it like this imagine your other viewers or brands and sponsors driving down the street and there's some lawns that are manicured and they look great mm -hmm. and some of them are just unkept and there's weeds growing everywhere, <laughs> and they're a mess yeah i like that right yeah. those houses that's are good. gonna look they're gonna look wow that's a messy they should come out and they should cut their grass. Right, right. They should mow the lawn. Right. Mow your lawn is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and so uh, Renee comes in, the creator liaison, says hey, also, YouTube does not optimize for ranking based on comments. So don't stress that removing comments will hinder performance. Yep. Yeah. Right. Straight from YouTube's mouth right there. Yep. They're not doing any ranking based on comments. Mm -hmm. So don't feel bad about just 
mowing the lawn. Yep. Got another super chat. And uh, Genesis Justin says, hey, Nick, um, do you know uh, how to get Unshadow banned from TikTok so that our content can reach more users? Should we email them? What would you suggest? I have no idea. Like, TikTok is not my jam. Um, like, uh, everybody here should follow me on TikTok because I post there occasionally. And I have some interesting and unique stuff there that I don't have on YouTube. So you should definitely follow me over there. But um, that's just not my jam. That, that TikTok is like, a, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a TikTok. Let me upload over to there. Um, I'll watch stuff on TikTok. But in terms of being a, a TikTok creator, um, I'm just not, you know, aggressive in any way, shape, perform um, and don't really tune in that much um, to TikTok in terms of, you know, trying to figure stuff out over there. So, um, so I would definitely not be the right person to ask for that. And I apologize that I can't help you, uh, that I can't help you there. Yeah. Maybe try asking around on Reddit. I, I see people on, on Twitter and stuff like a lot of people talking about getting shadow banned on TikTok. I don't know if, if that's really happening or maybe you're just making videos that aren't connecting right now. Yeah. Sometimes a lot of, you know, especially with YouTube, they'll say things like, oh, I, I'm shadow banned on YouTube. That, no, you're not. It's just you're not making videos that are really connecting right, right. now. I'm not saying that's your case, but just we ha you take a step back from it. You know, maybe you're just not hitting the right audience right now. Mm -hmm. Keep uploading. They might have a shadow ban, though. That, yep. <laughs> you might be fully shadow banned. I don't know. So next up, we got Bright Photoshop Tutorials. Um, the type of or the type of channel is educational content. It says I do graphic design tutorials, and the goal of the channel is to help other creatives develop their skills in the graphic design space. Question is, um, kindly throw more light on this for me. What's the difference between copyright strikes and copyright or community guideline strikes? So copyright is based on you using the material of other, you know, content creators or you know people that you know publish music, uh, you know, using their music or using images that you don't have permission to use. That's a copyright strike. Community guidelines are rules that YouTube has about how you're supposed to conduct yourself on the platform. Um, they are, one is a legal thing, one is a platform-based thing. So uh, one's rules of the game that you're playing here on YouTube, the other one is an entire, you know, mess of legal, you know, complication and information. Um, so as a content creator, you should definitely get up to speed on your community guidelines. And, you know, I mentioned this the other day, I was on a live stream, um, I did... This week, I did a live stream on the StreamYard channel and one on the TubeBuddy channel, so I'm not sure which one I said this in. But um, one of the things that I mentioned is, you know, you should, as a content creator, everybody here, you should all go through and you should read the YouTube Terms of Service. You should read the community guidelines. You don't have to remember everything. Yeah. But all you have to do is go through and just think about, okay, this part that I'm reading here, um, based on how I'm understanding this, is this, uh, you know, something that would apply to what it is that I'm doing? That's it. And then for the things that do apply, then in that particular case, just looking at those and saying like, oh, okay, do I need to change anything? Or, oh, I did a giveaway, but I didn't put these, you know, things in the description. Or, you know, I did this particular thing, but, you know, I'm not supposed to, you know, upload that same video to five different channels. Um, you know, you'll start, you know, seeing things like that. And then and that will help you kind of avoid some problems down the road. Now, one thing with that that's pretty amazing is that, you know, in the past, if you got like a, you know, um, like a, a, you know, a strike on your channel, then, you know, like that strike was, you know, there for the next 90 days and, uh, and it, you know, worked against you heavily. But now um, YouTube just put out to where if you, uh, you know, violate or if you get a strike of some kind, then uh, you can go through uh, an educational kind of reform, uh, you know, to where you go through a certain amount of information uh, from YouTube. And then um, through that, then, you know, those things can, uh, you know, end up dropping off for you to where, you know, they're not as impactful, so to speak, for your first violation. So, you know, with that, you just want to make sure that you are, you know, up to speed 
on how the rules do apply to what it is that you're doing so you can avoid that stuff in the first place right because even you know because i keep up on this stuff like you know like you know i'm reading the rules i'm like you know i'm staying up to date on you know most of the videos that you know youtube puts out that i can you know that i can find um you know i i stay up to date on like you know product releases and all these things you know that's why you know make news videos sometimes and um and you know even with you know keeping up on stuff there's just so much going on that you know it's just hard to you know stay you know current on like every little detail that's happening so like if you're not somebody that you know because i like this is what i do for a living so if if you know you're not somebody that this is what you do for a living then you probably aren't staying you know as up to date so because of that you know you might run into some problems here or there but at least you should go through one time over an afternoon um, or you know maybe one for copyright one for terms of service and then another afternoon for community guidelines just go through the information and see how it applies to your channel so that you can avoid any problems because you know one thing that happens and i see this all the time on reddit is people will go in and they'll start you know saying oh no youtube took down my channel my channel got terminated you know i didn't do anything wrong they did something wrong youtube does not benefit in any way from just going around and, and sweeping channels off the platform like there's no there's no advantage to them there what they want is they want creators to come onto the platform make good content that gives a good experience for their viewers and they don't want I'm, i mean i can't speak on their behalf but i'm assuming that they don't want to have to you know cancel channels and things like that but if they have rules in place and creators are breaking those rules knowingly or not then you know there are consequences to breaking the rules so because of that you know for the sake of your own uh you know security on your channel so to speak definitely you know make sure that you are familiarizing yourself with uh with the rules uh renee left another comment here he said and this is a good point about comments again he says what is that? he says audiences may prefer heavily moderated or unmoderated comments mm. depending on your category but you get to choose the category yep. yeah i yeah that's true there might be some common areas where it's just a free-for-all yeah you know i'm not interested i would in still it. like if it was mine even I, if i was making like uh i wouldn't conspiracy content yeah or if i was making content about freedom of speech i would still manage my comments i i'm, I'm serious yeah, I, I don't want weeds in my yard right yeah like for for me even if i was making I, if my entire channel was about freedom of speech i would still monitor my i mean that's probably why i don't have a channel about you know free speech but i would still monitor my social media platforms that's a government yeah, no, it's a thing. government thing i know yeah. I, but i'm just saying like yeah. i would still you know monitor get my off comments. my lawn right right i'm getting the weed whacker right. i'm getting the john deere riding right. mower, and i'm cleaning up the yard right i'm, I'm even like getting the, the the weed spray oh Going that far? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. Tucked Going in, like man. a trimmer. You're like trimmer. edging, getting the edging Edgers? in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Squared away. It's good. It's gonna look nice. It's gonna look neat. It's gonna look neat. If you don't gonna like it, hit the bricks, man. There's a million <laughs> other channels out there doing what I do now. Go watch one of them. Don't care. <laughs> so Pano said, starting after a long time of interruptions, um, does country and channel settings play a role in algorithm, even if the videos and everything is in English? No. As long as the English market is responding to your content, you're fine. Um, I upload from Asia, and um, you know everything's fine. Um, you know um, I started my channel, you know, um, in Asia. Granted, it's a, it is a U.S. account, um, but even channels started over here that are you know accounts for here, like still if it gets a good response in that market um then you know they'll, they'll, they still get views over there so it's it's perfectly fine so uh, this is a good comment here um from rogeria protecting your mental Rito. health yeah protect is that a brazilian name by chance uh we need to protect our mental health yeah so so in your settings you have a filter list if you're not aware and you can add any word or phrase that you do not want to show up in your comments and I'm it's going just to get ready to mention that it's yep. going to move those comments in a filtered area and unless you go to that filtered area you're not going to see that yep and what i like to do is i will put 
all the political stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter who I agree with. I don't want to see it on my comments. Right. I put I put religious stuff in there. I put political stuff in there. I put uh, hate speech, uh, any any possible hate speech word I can put in there. Yep. Any racial slur I put in there. Yep. Um, lots of different um, you know four letter words and and foul language I put. Yep. I don't want to like see Nick. It. That's in there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Four letter word. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely in there. Yeah. I don't want to see that yeah. for my own mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let, let's forget about the other viewers and the brands that are coming in there. I don't want to – when I open up my phone and I'm, you know, I'm sitting at the cafe and I'm going to answer some comments, I don't want to see that huh? ever. My lawn. Yeah. My lawn, my rules. I'm leasing it from YouTube. So Panthers Oracle Grace Cards is our next question. They upload one time per week or more. Um, they type of channel is an encouragement channel. The goal of the channel is monetization. Um, originally, um, it's a whole new thing now. And the question is relatively new, uh, one and a half years, um, is going back to earlier vids <laughs> to clean up. What? Shark Scrapper says those filters are like having goats in your yard to eat the weeds. Oh, nice. That's great. Nice. Love it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Love it. Goats. I love it. So I'm going to start this one over. So we've got uh, so we've got uh, Panthers um, Oracle Grace Cards. Um, they do encouragement content. The goal of the channel is monetization. Um, originally, it's a whole new thing now. And the question is relatively new, one and a half years, is going back to earlier vids to clean up like new titles for low views, hashtags were missed, um, refining descriptions, a good use of time. And when I upload back to back daily videos, uh, my views seem lower. Is it better to keep uh, doing that in the name of consistency or reduce my uploads to one to two per week spaced out? Thank you. So this is a great question. So when it comes to the um, you know the old content on your channel, if you are a, uh, if you know a lot more about YouTube than you did back then, um, and you're like, hey, I could write a much better title for this. I, I could write a much or I could make a much better thumbnail for this. Then in that particular case, I would go into the analytics of that video and I would look to see are you getting any views on it at all? If so, how many views are you getting? How are you converting people in terms of you know um, impressions and you know to clicking on the videos? And I would look to see if you're getting activity if you're getting activity then in that case you know i would leave it alone but if you're not getting you know much activity on it and you can identify through looking in your analytics that like hey people enjoyed this when they clicked on it but i didn't get many people clicking on it then in that particular case that's a great time to you know refresh some of that stuff um and then that's also a great time to go in because now you've got more content on your channel too so even on videos that are doing okay from the past if you're like hey man i got i got a new video that would be perfect in the end screen of this video um, compared to what it was that I had in there before, or I'm going to switch my individual video links into playlist links instead and include some of these better videos in there. Those types of things um, are a way that you kind of do some housekeeping um, in that regard. So absolutely, it can be advantageous there. Keep in mind when you publish videos to YouTube, like they can kind of, you know, start, you know, getting traction at any moment in time. But when you are, you know, driving traffic to them from, you know, current videos and when you are going through and refreshing things up, um, sometimes that can kind of help give things legs. But keep in mind that when you are publishing videos, like, you know, old videos on your channel, if those videos, if the people that did respond to them in terms of watching the content, if you go into your audience retention reports and you're like, hey, people didn't make it hardly far at all in this particular video and they were clicking on it at a decent amount, it just seems like this video just didn't get a good response at all, then in that particular case, you know, uh, you know, there's not a ton that you can do there because, you know, people were clicking on it, but when, when they came into the video, they just didn't get very far, those types of things, then, you know, it's a little bit more up in the air with those. But for ones where you're like, hey, according to my retention, the 
people that are interacting with this you know video once they do come in they have a great experience so i'm going to make sure i've got pinned comments i'm going to make sure i have in screens in there i'm going to make sure the in screens are going to content that's relevant to the video that they're watching um and then maybe i'll refresh the the thumbnail and title or and uh description in there too if you'd like if there's links you want to add you know that type of stuff great question demon dro thank you for the super chat Says, um, how do I know if brand deals are legit? Channel's blown up, 43,000 subscribers in two weeks. Um, I get all these emails from brands, but I got hacked before, um, so I do zero mm. brand deals. I don't want to click links. So one, um, you can confirm those um, on LinkedIn. So just hop on LinkedIn, see if you can find the person um, at that company. A really good indicator is just checking where the email came from. So a lot of times people will be like, oh, hey, I'm such and such, you know, sending you a message from Adobe. And one, just horrible English. Um, in there, you know, they're reaching out to somebody that, you know, speaks English and the, the emails are just atrocious when it comes to, you know, the, the grammar. In that particular case, that's usually a red flag. Um, if they are reaching out from said company as a representative of that company and they're not coming from an official email, then reply and ask them for, uh, you know, an email from the official company. And if they can send that, then in that case, you know, you know, it's connected there. Um, other things as well is you also want to make sure that you do not download anything directly from that email. So some people are like, hey, we've got all the information in this zip file. Don't even open it right just do not open it because that's how you know stuff gets injected in your computer um so you just want to make sure that you're being cautious about anything that you're doing there but um but also hop on to google and start looking for scams you know related to that company or their outreach because sometimes people post things like that on reddit and, and that sort of thing so start looking around for that um but linkedin is also you know a good way um and if you're really wanting to make sure then uh, one additional thing that you can do is you can take the 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 brand right like let's say for example um, if it was you know Streamyard then in that particular case I would know that okay well it's probably coming from Streamyard or Hoppin who is the company that owns Streamyard so because of that you know if I got an email from Hoppin but it's coming from Streamyard it's still legit right in that particular case but I wouldn't know that necessarily so because of that I would want to look and see like who owns the company um, and you can also send an email. So if you find any public emails for that company, just send it, say, hey, I got somebody reaching out that uh, wants to you know, do some type of work with me on my YouTube channel from your company. Because of all of the scams that are going on in YouTube right now, a lot of channels are getting hacked. So I just wanted to make sure that this is legitimate before I respond to it. And then if it is, then they'll run it up the chain, whatever, and then they'll get back to you and let you know that it is a legitimate um, offer. So one thing, and this is kind of- but You got to be, be careful. That things are, are yeah. you know, hackers are getting really- Hackers are really good. And this is one thing I've seen a lot of people do with larger channels. Uh, well, first and foremost, this goes for anybody, any channel of any size. Don't install anything that they send you. Yeah. Don't undo zips and be even careful with PDFs these days. Yep. So if somebody's like, hey, install this, put this in. We're a VPN company. But no, don't do that. Yep. Be very careful, very, very careful even downloading a, a PDF file. But this is what I've seen a lot of uh, larger channels do. Mm -hmm. Some people are saying that they've actually got an, a, a second laptop. They don't connect their YouTube channel. All they do is just have an email account. They use that email account as their public-facing email account. They only download to that computer because what happens is when you install something that's got some sort of a malware on it where they can get access and see what you're doing, that can act like there's nothing on there to see. So there's no access to anything. So I you, guess the only the you basically only got a there, sand, you've got a sandbox computer basically. Yeah, the only risk there is whatever um, if it were to worm into your network in some some way. Like I don't yeah, know. Well, no, I think I'm it, not a hacker, but like uh, you know, if, if that's a problem, if they've got something's going to worm to your network, to the same network, yeah, well, that's going to happen either way. But with the way a lot of these things are, when you download those things, they're actually monitoring, they're, they're watching your keystrokes and all of that through the malware. But if you've got a sandbox computer, 
it's going to struggle to do that. It nothing's perfect, yeah. but that's going to eliminate a lot of the risk. And don't connect it to anything else. Like here's here's an old beat up laptop. Download it, put it in there. Yep. And cross your fingers and hope for the best. I, I've seen a lot of people talking about doing this. Roger Wakefield in the house. What's up, man? Says Vid Summit is a month away. Looking forward to seeing you there as well, Roger. Looking forward to uh, to hanging out over and, there. Looking forward to seeing your 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 location as well. His abode. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I want to say this: if there are anyone in here who is like a you know security expert i would love to get some opinion on that as well yeah um renee says some creators are using chromebooks for that so there's less um oh less serv- yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah i mean again there's nothing that's 100 percent foolproof but the more layers you can put between them and your youtube channel <laughs> the better mm-hmm. and uh shark scrapper really quick says quick plug for Streamyard tech support they've been helping me figure out why my audio gets wonky during my live stream fantastic mm. love seeing that and how so, we do is it hopping or hoping I'm hopping, I think, but I don't know. I don't know if it's hopping or hoping. I'm not sure. I think it's hopping. We should know that. Yeah, we should. I mean, we are like ducked out. Yeah, we are today. ducked out. Yeah. We yeah. Like the... But we're streamyarded out, though. We're streamyarded so it's, it's a little out. different. Yeah. Hey, really quick, Dark Bites, um, thank you for the super chat. It says, is there a strategy for altering clips super or migrating them to a new channel to avoid duplicate content? Pros, cons on my main channel for doing this. Um, pros and cons to my main channel for doing this. So if you have, okay, um, just for perspective, it's okay if you have like a clips channel for your content. So for example, I have a, a channel called Nim and Extra that I just started uploading shorts to again. And I'm um, talking to somebody about, you know, uploading content there um, uh, again as well. So with that, um, uh, it's fine that I take these live streams, right? And then I take clips out of those live streams and shorts out of those live streams. And then I upload those into that particular channel because it's a different experience, right? So if somebody comes in and they hang out in the live stream, then they get that live experience and they get all the content together. But if somebody wants to just click into uh, just a sectioned out piece of this live stream that gives you know clear value, then in that particular case, it's reformatted to create a different experience for the viewer. And then I can put it on the other channel because of that, or I could even use it on my main channel because of that. Um, same exact thing with the YouTube shorts, because I'm taking those you know uh, clips out, then it gives me the opportunity to publish those shorts over there because because same exact thing, it's a different format, it's even going into like a different location of YouTube and things like that. So it creates a different experience for the viewer. So the whole idea when you're taking, uh, you know, clips from content that already exists, is you wanna make sure that you're creating a different experience of some kind with it. That's why when people have podcasts, it's like normal for them to have like clips channels and things like that, or even put the clips on their own channels, depending on the approach that they're taking. Um, When they do live streams, taking, you know, clips from those and putting them on other channels or their main channels as well as additional content, all of that is okay. The problem happens when you take the same exact content and you start uploading that to multiple different places, um, because then it can be seen as spam and it can become, you know, an issue at that point. And you can get, you know, reuse, you know, issues and you can get, you know, duplicate content issues and all that. So um, when it comes to that side of things, you just want to make sure that you're creating a different experience um, with the with the content that you're publishing, or the, with the content that is being repurposed, I should say. Home Rapid Repair, thank you for the super chat as well. Says, um, so I noticed uh, no in-stream ads this week like last week. What are your thoughts to interrupt it for the viewing experience to be worth the extra few bucks? Yeah, it is. And, you know, like those types mm-hmm. of things, like, you know, in my opinion, like if this question, by the way. if this stream, um, if, if, if the only way that I monetized my YouTube channel and the only thing that made it possible for me to do this was YouTube ads, I would leave them on. Because that would be the only way that I would be able to, you know, uh, you know, to help me be able to, to do all this. But 
considering that this stream is sponsored plus i have affiliate links in the description that people use to you know to, to purchase different youtube tools and stuff and super chats and super chats and you know all of those things because of that it just doesn't it doesn't make sense for me to for me to have those in here and like you're saying for that extra few bucks so, it, it's just not it's just not worth interrupting your experience yeah. for it especially given that the purpose of this stream is to help you know, demystify some of this stuff for you guys and to kind of, you know, use this as like a give back thing. So because of that, it just doesn't make a ton of sense to uh, to have those playing during the live stream. We were actually talking about that before the stream started today. Because <laughs> YouTube actually, um, they're showing me a different screen um, yeah. than I'm seeing on other channels. So basically I have a different screen in my, uh, my monetization settings to where it's giving me the option now to where I can post, uh, I can have YouTube do it automatically. Um, and then I have like a, a few different options. I screenshotted it, but um, in that particular case, the, uh, I, I'm just getting a different screen based on those particular um, ads. And it could be that I started using them um, and it triggered it maybe. But, um, but you know, for me, making sure that, that you're getting the value that, that you should get out of this stream is more important to me than the few dollars that I'm gonna get from, uh, you know, from, from showing those ads. So Nomadic Introvert says, and Hybrid Steel said this too, I use a Google Titan security key to protect my YouTube channel and emails. Without mm -hmm. the security key, even if you have my password, you cannot get into my YouTube account. And Millennial nice. Legends, thank you. Um, I'm hitting those and sometimes we don't coordinate those correctly because he, he can't hear what I'm doing. So sometimes I hit that. Super and chat. Like, it's poor coordination. What, what's going on? Uh, sometimes the Super Chat message gets hit while you're like, talking in it, in it like, oh okay here let me let yeah. me put this in i mean i can just help. not hit the super chat no no that's good like uh yeah let me uh there we go mm. yep we're good now d let me uh hold on let me uh do this then i can then i can be feeling all intimate with myself there you go here's i'm sitting in. here chatting into the uh oh yeah chatting into the microphone oh, yeah, get like oh yeah there oh, we go yeah. oh yeah just put like it. that right right in my ears get oh right yeah that's right holes. there we go there right there you go all oh right. yeah that's nice that's nice right there oh yeah butter that's great all right moving on so next question that we have here is from Nishan Webb. Nishan Webb says they upload when they have time. Can you turn me up? <laughs> can you turn me up just a smidge in my headphones? Uh, you, I feel you, like I'm getting ready to like to, to, to you know get ready to flow or something. You know what number you are? Uh, yeah, this is fine right there. Yeah, you're turning me up just a little bit more, mm -hmm. a little bit more, a little bit more. How's that? Perfect. Okay. I didn't touch it. <laughs> so, so uh, let's see here. Uploading when you have time. The mental. I love it. Yeah. I you didn't seriously, touch you it. didn't. I didn't touch oh, nice. it. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, uh, the type of channel is but tech. I will though. But I okay. Will. Hold on. Tech unboxing, uh, reviews. The goal of the channel is to go full time and start a community business. Yeah, that was all mental. That's I great. know. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. I knew. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna happen. Uh, the question is: Do songs or music that have been included in the it. Library of Congress are they subject to copyright flags if we use them in our videos? So there's a date range. So copyright like isn't my jam, but there's a date Creative range. Yeah. Yeah. There's a date range where after something has been available or has been out for like a certain amount of time, I think it's like what, like 70 years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. That, uh, that it, you know, that it kind of becomes more like public domain. Um, with that said, though, some companies will still, you know, try to, you know, keep ownership and things like that. Sometimes you also run into additional issues where, uh, you know, like uh, shady people or shady companies will actually, you know, go around and try and claim those songs and because a lot of content creators are afraid of the message that pops up when you dispute copyright strikes it says something like you know how you like risk your channel getting terminated and stuff like that it's like a terrifying message um so because of that you know it uh you know some people you know will use that to their um, advantage so you know technically you're supposed to be okay but you know my rule of thumb is if you're not buying the license for it or if you're using something free and you don't get the license for it or i mean unless you're using something free and you do get the license for it um i wouldn't even i wouldn't even use it um 
Uh, and, the, and the reason for that is because as things currently stand, some of those things are fine. But, you know, we're one law change away or one policy change away from, you know, that sort of thing getting complicated. Um, so because of that, you know, for like I'm a big fan of sustainability when it comes to YouTube, because especially for those of you that are trying to do this as like an income source. It can be an amazing income source. And if you are doing those types of things, it's just one of those wild cards um, that, you know, that you that you have to, you know, kind of keep in the in the back of your mind, so to speak. So regarding uh, hacking, Rene, the liaison, he says Titan keys <laughs> and uh, two factor authentication cannot protect you against session cookie hijacks, though. Mm. So Nick's advice about not clicking links and not installing cooking, stealing malware is still very important. That's the thing, man. Like, this is really, really, it's a difficult situation. It is. And it's hard, man, when you get those messages, it's like, oh, I've been hacked on Twitter, a DM, can you help me? Or it's like, no, I, I, I can't. But uh, at Team YouTube, at Team YouTube on Twitter, they're working miracles over there. Hey, and really quick, they are. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine and they're, they're, the, 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 the stuff they have to do with it. They're getting a lot faster, too, at recovering they're. the channels. I remember when the hacks first started happening, people would be down for a very, yeah. like a month. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're moving pretty quick now. So um, really quick, uh, uh, Amy Johnson says that uh, she's a librarian, and she said that page where you download it from, uh, the Library of Congress will tell you if it's in the public domain. Also, check if it still needs attribution. Yeah, great. So attribution, just in case you don't know, that basically just means that you give the um, artist credit. And they'll give you very specific language um, that you need to uh, give if it does require uh, attribution. Yeah, and, and like Nick said earlier, there are some scandalous companies who are still trying to monetize that stuff, even yeah. though they're not supposed to. So uh, next up, we've got uh, Millennial Legends. The type of channel is a travel vlogger, a millennial perspective on the future. Oh, what, that's cool. What number is this? The uh, goal of the channel, 25. The goal of the channel is to, let's see the goal of the channel. Um, it's changed every month since we started. Honestly, just sharing our experience currently as expats. That's cool. The question is, we went from zero to 10,000 in eight months. Um, things are moving very fast. I'm feeling the analysis paralysis building and feeling spread thin. Mm. I'm doing all this on my own as well. What should we be focusing on at this point for healthy growth and structure to continue my dreams and direction? So if you're feeling overwhelmed, this is a point in time to where if it is financially viable for you um, based on the income that you're currently generating from your YouTube channel, that it might be helpful to start outsourcing, you know, a thing that you do or that you that you like to do the least as it relates to your YouTube channel. That could be research, that could be, you know, um, you know, uh, script writing, that could be editing, that could be, uh, you know, uploading and optimizing the content itself. Um, that could be, you know, community management, um, you know, like any of the stuff that you're like, man, that's my least favorite thing to do. Out of all the things on YouTube, this stuff here is the stuff that I like to do the least. If you can um, offload that, then um, you know that could open some time up for you. But that, like what you're dealing with right now, happens a lot. So you know, like somebody will start, and then things will start going well, and it's like, oh, now now what I do, right? So um, um, so because of that, like I wouldn't like through analysis paralysis. Like I, I would try to um, avoid that, but I, the, the bigger problem is the feeling spread thin because if you feel like you're just constantly grinding it out, then after like, you can only do that for so long and then you're going to start feeling burnout. And then when you start feeling burnout, the whole experience changes. So because of that, um, I would just make sure that you are just being very mindful of, you know, how you are, you know, feeling about things um, and that you are giving yourself time if you need it. Um, and in addition to that, 
offloading things if you can like you can find help on fiverr and upwork and sometimes you know on reddit they have different groups there where people offer services you got to be careful though because you know on reddit and stuff there's a lot of scams going on but um but you know just getting you know help in some capacity you know can can definitely be um very helpful in that particular case but um in terms of what you should be focusing on for healthy growth and growth and structure um one just make sure that you are planning your content out that you're thinking of how you know your videos link to each other because you know you're clearly getting activity on your channel so just make sure that you are thinking of the the viewer experience and how if somebody's going to be enjoying this video how it would be how it's likely that they would also enjoy another video that is you know topically complementary to the video that they're watching at that moment in time um, and just making it easy for them to find all of that additional content in your channel by making sure your channel page is set up make sure that you're using cards and in screens and pinned comments and all that so that you can make sure that you are driving people um, they're not driving people but that you're just making it easy for people to find more of the content of yours that they want to watch but um, the, the biggest concern though that I have is you're like yeah, I'm feeling spread thin. So I totally, you know, get that. Um, so I would, I would work on that particular part and try to, you know, find some way to delegate, even, even if you have a, a family member, um, or, you know, somebody that could help with some of that, um, you know, those types of things can be really, uh, helpful when it comes to, you know, pushing through and, you know, taking things to the next level, because as you continue to progress, um, you know, with your, with your channel, depending on everything it is that you're doing, uh, and what you have planned to do for the channel, things can get pretty intense in terms of the, the workload and what it is that you need to do and 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 you start it's not that you start creating but you start having all of these additional things that you do around your channel in addition to just making the videos for your channel so because of that you know that stuff can start getting overwhelming um, especially when you're mixing it with having to make videos and not having but just wanting to publish videos um, and especially if you've got other obligations in your life then you know those types of things can be you know kind of heavy um, to deal with. So because of that, I would, I would focus on dealing on that part of it first so that you can make sure that moving forward that you have the space needed um, in terms of your own mind in order to, you know, um, be able to see things clearly and also be able to, uh, you know, just use your skills that you're best at um, and let other people do the things that you are either not that great at or that you are, um, you know, kind of overwhelmed by. Good answer. Next up. We've got, thanks, D. We've got uh, Psychic Zelda Kelly. Um, she does daily content. Uh, it's an entertainment channel. The goal is to get monetized. And the question is, I have a psychic channel. I went live um, two times. It was attacked by a group of people called Tarot Destroyers. <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars. It sounds like a battleship, right? Tarot Destroyers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. before. Oh, no, it's a Tarot Destroyer. Yeah. 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 Tarot Destroyers. <laughs> I, I just want to say, before we move into the question, psychic channel mm -hmm. you should know the answer oh. <laughs> that just might playing. be that might be what she's dealing with um so i'm just says, playing i'm just playing all right go says, ahead. it was so bad that my followers were frightened by the threats coming from these people i would what? block one and another would immediately come in people would say they work for google and have channels like mine taken down oh, others doing man. what i do say they don't go live because of this i'm struggling with watch hours i want to go live i've reported this to youtube but didn't hear anything any suggestions thank you so much Absolutely. Yeah, so, so here, yes. so, so here's what you need to do. Um, you are already, um, you know, like banning people and all of that. So that's a step in the right direction, yes. but because they keep coming in, um, they're creating new accounts coming in and they're, you know, doing those activities again. 
you need to use your blocked words list that that d mentioned earlier if you go into your settings in youtube then what you're going to see there and that's my next thing Chantel's already on it yep uh, but the the uh, but if you go into that blocked words list, you can add the words and phrases that they're saying that kind of, you know, throw everybody off or that are, you know, threatening people and things like that. And you can go back into those previous live streams if the chats are still available. You can actually grab, you know, some of them directly out of there. But you want to add all those trigger words to your blocked words list. And then if somebody says that in your chat or if they say it on your YouTube videos, then YouTube's going to automatically hold those for review um, so that you don't have to, you know, worry about it disrupting everything. Um, and then like Chantel says right here, get moderators if you can. Yeah. So it can be family, it can be friends, it can be people that you know. Um, it can be people that are already uh, in your community. Um, you know, get yeah. moderators. Trusted moderators. Yeah, trusted moderators. Yeah. Own, yeah. Game changer. And, yeah. And make sure you give them just the lower level access. Yeah. Unless you really really know who they are yeah and, and corn create says you can and, also go li live in the subscriber mode only yes, yeah that's not going to eliminate everybody yeah because they can just subscribe like that's an easy one to get around right yeah. but but it, it it can slow them down so when you're in subscriber yeah. mode they're not subscribed and they subscribe i think mm -hmm. they're going to wait something like 20 seconds or 25 seconds before they can come in yeah, uh, just slows it down a little bit. And um, just as a heads up, if you do get moderators, um, Doug Hoosen YT, who's in the chat right now, um, he has a video on his channel about how to be a good moderator. So if you do get moderators for your channel, definitely send them over to Doug's video just so they can, you know, kind of know what to expect and know, you know, the different features inside of YouTube and, you know, kind of get that insight um, um, as well. So make sure that you do send them to Doug's video on that. And it's kind of like... Uh... I don't know it's just kind of like culture like you need to make doug a moderator of your channel yeah that that's also yeah that's kind of like youtube yeah. culture uh you know <laughs> if you're a live streamer doug yeah Houston, doug's in there somewhere doug needs yeah. to be a moderator in everyone's <laughs> and, yeah he needs to be a moderator in every single person's uh, live stream here yeah so when he hops around on the internet you know or on youtube stream to stream boom yeah. there's the wrench yep yep and uh, let's see here. Next up on the list, uh, we have uh, a gaming channel. Um, they do gaming content. The goal is uh, says that gaming is my passion. Since YouTube gives us opportunity to earn money through videos, I want this to be my stable financial income. And the question is, is my channel name something that I need to worry about in the future? So as you might have just noticed, um, I didn't say your channel name publicly. Ooh. So, so yes. see what it is. Yeah, oh. I, I would not use that channel name on YouTube. Um, that channel name by itself can yeah cause you to have some problems so because of that i would definitely not um uh use that particular channel name like i couldn't even say it here on my stream and the reason i didn't want to say it on my stream is because i didn't want to you know cause anything weird to happen here so um so yeah you definitely want to change the uh the channel name and you say that you know youtube allowed my channel name somehow um i like to know if this could cause me some trouble because i feel like my channel name is catchy in a naughty way that could attract some viewers um to subscribe so instead of instead of thinking about your channel name in terms of people subscribing because of that like i see where you're going with that yeah. but um instead of thinking of it that way just think to yourself like i want people to subscribe because they're really enjoying my video content i don't want them to subscribe for like a gimmick of sorts um and just in in that way you're focused on just making great content that they're going to enjoy instead of of, you know trying to find subscribers in other ways because the best way that you can get subscribers on youtube is by making content that people enjoy enough that they want to subscribe for more that's the best way to get subscribers on youtube um so because of that i personally i mean do what you want but if your channel was mine that i would change the name right now like i would go and i would change it right like right this second if you do have that name in your about me page go change it there um as well and sorry, everybody here is probably like, what's the name? What's the name? 
right? But uh, yeah, actually, nobody said that, actually. I figured they would. But yeah, nobody said that from what I can see here at a glance. Mm. But uh, yeah, you don't want to know the name. Okay, so uh, next up, we've got... Uh, oh, no, that was the same name again. So uh, we've got Nine Pigs Art. I'm going to drop a hint in my, my chat. Yep. Um, nine Pigs Art says that uh, they do they upload every other day. Um, the type of channel is art, and the goal of the channel is to demo my art, uh, teach art, and to show my art. Hey, thanks for the heads up, um, Auntie uh, Rachel's Chaotic Kitchen. Yeah, I actually got another message about that just the other day. I just haven't um, I just haven't went there. I think I might have actually deleted the video. Um, I believe. Uh, for my VIP club. Uh, yeah, I went through, I did some cleanup stuff on my channel during, uh, while we were all inside. Oh. And, uh, and yeah, and I haven't assigned a new video there for the, uh, for the VIP club thing that I have. Uh, but the uh, question is, my art channel was mistakenly suspended for spam. I appealed and YouTube responded within two hours and basically said, oops, our mistake. Uh, you did nothing wrong. We're sorry. Your channel has been restored. What are some things to avoid to make sure we do not get suspended? I about had a heart attack. Um, is there a do not do this list? I've read through the um, through the community standards and copyright rules. I try my best to follow the rules. So if you've read through the rules, you should be fine. Um, I do have a video on my channel of some things that uh, it's actually a, a pretty decent video in terms of how people have responded to it. Uh, but that particular video is also talking about, you know, kind of things that creators don't really think about that can also run you into issues. Mm. Um, I would definitely make sure that you check out that video. It's got a big red thumbnail. Um, it says like warning or something like that on there. Um, so I would definitely check that out. If you go to my videos tab on my channel page and you sort by most popular, um, it's not going to be in the most popular, but as you start scrolling down the page, you'll run into it relatively quickly. <coughs> Next up cruising through these d we're at yeah, like uh 42. 29 already mm. i mean yep. so hobby hobby genix um is our next uh question they do hobby and crafting content the gold channels to be a channel that people are excited to see a new video drop from and the question is what effect do you see the um eu digital services act happening on youtube it requires the ability to opt out of suggestions based on personal data so i'm not familiar with what that particular act um is because i'm not you know in that region um so uh me personally if it is if it requires the ability to opt out of opt out of suggestions, um, then in that particular case, people are going to ruin their YouTube experience because YouTube's recommendations, um, even though they're not always perfect, they're pretty good at predicting things that you are likely to watch, or at least giving you you know batches of stuff that you're likely to watch, so you can pick something out of those things. Um, so I think it's going to you know create a poor experience for the people that do choose to opt out. Um, just like currently, you know, you have people coming into uh, YouTube and you see them complaining on Reddit to where they turn off their watch history and then YouTube's just not showing them anything on their homepage. And it's like, well, you know, you turn off your watch history. What do you, what do you want them to recommend? Right? So, um, so because of that, um, you know, I think it is going to cause, you know, some, uh, issues for the viewer if not knowing about the law, but based on the consequence that you're saying here, um, if people are opting out of, you know, suggested videos, uh, then yeah, then, then it's just gonna, it's gonna negatively impact their experience on YouTube. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we've got uh, DAP Central. DAP Central does daily content. Um, the type of channel is crypto news and tutorials, and the mm. goal of the channel is to educate as many people about Cardano as possible. And the question is, what are some possible monetization options for a crypto channel in the bear market? So um, I actually have a friend of mine. He does crypto content, and as of, and his channel's just kept on growing. But um, in his particular case, as of before, uh, 2020. Um, so I guess it would have been, uh, yeah, it would have been, uh, 
2019. Um, at that time, he was making like $50,000 a month off of Patreon, um, just basically coaching people through it and sharing, you know, information on how to set everything up, how to transfer stuff and do all of that. Um, plus, he was giving his predictions and he was pretty good, you know, at it. So um, at that time, he was making 50000 a month just off of Patreon. It didn't include his YouTube channel and the other stuff that he was doing. Um, and then from there, um, his channels just continued to grow. His Patreons continued to grow. So I'm sure, you know, I haven't talked to him in probably – so I talked to him during the uh, thing, but we didn't talk about that. So, yeah, it's probably been like a year and a half since I've talked to him. Um, but it's been, you know, I guess three years since we've talked about that specifically. But, um, but yeah, I'm sure he's just absolutely just, you know, gang busters over there on uh, Patreon now, if that's what he was then. So um, so you have things like that. Um, you can also put together guides and, you know, any, any type of, you know, information that people can pay to download. Um, you can put together, you know, courses and any type of training information, anything like that, that, you know, if, if your goal of the channel is to keep people informed through the news and tutorials to show them how to do all this stuff, then in that particular case, just taking that information and then monetizing that through, uh, you know, through either crowdfunding things like Patreon or some other, you know, thing or channel memberships, even on, on YouTube, um, uh, or creating like downloadable things, checklists, things that they can, you know, keep an eye out for maybe education material, um, that you can go deeper on. Cause with YouTube, the, the difference when it comes to sharing information on YouTube compared to sharing it in like a course format is on YouTube, we have to always be thinking about audience retention. So because of that, it can cause us to have to, um, you know, kind of shorthand information in order to make sure that we can get it out in a way that's, you know, easily understandable and things like that, because we might not necessarily, depending on our audience and what it is that we're doing, we might not necessarily have the opportunity to deep dive because, you know, that can cause people to start tuning out sometimes in some, you know, in some cases. So because of that, when you are able to put things into like a course format and people go in and pay for it, then in that particular case, like they're there to pay attention, they're there to learn, and that's the whole purpose that they're even, you know, paying for it in the first place. And because of that, you can slow down a little bit. You can, you know, talk about something and then go deep on that particular thing that you're talking about, which, you know, that depth adds, you know, tons of value to people. And that's really where the, you know, real goal is. So uh, because of that, um, I would I would definitely start exploring those types of uh, those types of options. Um, let's see here. Next up. 32. 31. 31. Yeah, close. Um, Arabic Blossom says they upload every other day. Uh, they do teaching Arabic, and the goal of the channel is teaching um, Arabic. And the question is, I'm Arabic Blossom and teach Arabic on YouTube. Um, it's an evergreen topic, but there isn't a huge influx of views at once. I want to incorporate other topics into my videos to expand my reach while still giving it um, that Ara the Arabic twist. I'm thinking uh, movie references or celebrities because a familiar face makes it more desirable click-through. Um, do you have any suggestions on what they should be or look like without it feeling so forced? So um, if it was... Like I, question. yeah, when it comes to mixing pop culture with you, with, uh, the language content, um, I'm off the top of my head. I'm not exactly sure what that would look like. Um, in, uh, well, let, let's yeah, just yeah, see for a second. Take, take it. Yeah. Let's, let's just see for a second. Let, yeah, yeah. Let's just kind of workshop this. Yeah, let's do it. Um, it, okay. So everybody in the chat, when you think of like Arabic language, mm -hmm. just like what, what vision, like what comes to mind? When you think Arabic language, because obviously you're trying to reach people who want to learn the language, mm -hmm. uh, just when you think the Arabic language, what what pops into your head, right? Are you right? Are there any particular um, athletes or movie stars or famous people from that region of the world that come to mind? Um, is it a landmark? Is it, it right? You know what I mean? Uh, for but, me, but but what I'm saying is like how how are they gonna? Because there's like using the imagery, but right. then there's how do you actually reference that imagery? Like that's the that's the thing that um, would be it. would be the challenge. Talk about it. Like whatever you're referencing. 
So if you were referencing in that particular case, like a, a celebrity, I mean, okay, you, oh, go ahead. Um, then in that particular case, I'm just thinking, so if you were to have that celebrity there mm -hmm. in the thumbnail and the video itself would be something, since you're teaching people Arabic or Arabic, mm -hmm. then they would be expecting to learn something from that particular video. So you would need to frame the entire right. thing around that celebrity. It, so well, if it was like a celebrity that learned Arabic mm -hmm. and that was the thing that came in, then that would be, you know, one way to do it. But even with that, it's like, what type of value um, is that going to add, you know, from the outside that would make somebody want to click on it to where it's like, oh, this celebrity learned, you know, Arabic. Right. Or, I mean, it, it depends. Like you could just use it, you know, think through your lessons. And then as you're putting those lessons together, think through what imagery would fit with this lesson. I mean, you could do other things too. Um, you know, I mean, you, I mean, I don't know if this. Ooh, is this true. is good. What? Corn uh, Create says translate popular songs. That's Tra good. Translate popular songs. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah. So, um, so with that one, basically figuring out the demographic of the people. That's really good, actually. Mm. I like that. Yeah. So, so that's basically figuring out the audience that you're trying to reach because it wouldn't have to be just popular songs. It would need to be popular songs that would that the target demographic would relate to so for example if they were reaching an older demographic of people that older demographic of people might not be as up to speed on like music that's coming out right now compared to if they were um you know uh you know if it's an older demographic compared to i'll just say willie nelson because that's what we we're talking about today i'm, I'm gonna but, while you're saying this i'm actually going to look on youtube and see like what people are using yeah yeah but but the um but the but i i love that idea though um but basically what they would need to do is um is they would just need to figure out very clearly who it is that they're going after with their content and just make sure that the that the songs that they're covering um are in that particular uh in that particular area and then another one that came in um which i'm actually ashamed of myself for not thinking about this one is uh uh, translating movie clips so with that one the only the only wild card with the movie clips um, i think that's also a great suggestions uh, or a great suggestion but the only problem with um, popular movie clips is that you are using the footage in the actual movie itself so you just have to be really careful about that sort of thing it'd probably fall under fair use but you know but you still might have to deal with you know uh disputing those so because of that you know it could definitely be a uh uh you know a, a, a thing but um, but yeah, for pop culture stuff, you know, the movie clips uh, with Arabic, uh, not not just Arabic subtitles, but breaking them down, like you know, this is what it would translate to. Um, yeah, I think that would be uh, an interesting way to learn. I actually have a friend here that will watch uh, Thai TV because he's trying to learn Thai. He'll watch Thai TV to try to like pick up little bits and pieces. So being able to translate that stuff into a movie so it's something that they could kind of relate to, like favorite scenes and stuff like that, um, that's definitely a, a very creative idea. I like it. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this. I, I just put in, you know, Arabic language. And of all the thumbnails that I saw and all the videos that I saw, I had to scroll down a little bit. And I saw three thumbnails. And I'm not sharing my screen, but they're side by each. And... One of them says, go YouTube. One of them says, learn Chinese in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh, so much for that. Yeah, yeah good job, Todd. Yeah, okay, right, hold on. Right. Learn Chinese. In, but, but it's really big. It says, learn Chinese in 30 minutes, all the basics you need. And it just hey, has. Renee a, said somebody else is doing search. So, yeah, whoever's okay. doing search. Yeah, yeah, good job. Good job, whoever's doing search. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But th this, is, this is valid, right? So yeah, it's, it, it's got all these, you know, uh, the. Well, it has what I looked for, and I had to scroll down a bit. And it says, learn Chinese in 30 minutes. It's really big, and they've got a picture of a, uh, a friendly Chinese woman. Underneath that, and there's 15 million views on that video. Super simple. 
learn Urdu in 30 minutes. But, there's, but here's there's an the Arabic thing, woman. The, the, yeah. What he's trying to do is, is bridge pop culture. Oh, it's not just video to get... topics. No, it's not video topics and video ideas. It, it's, it's how it's it's how can they use pop culture to oh, to, to pull people? Yeah, in that okay. Way. Well, I, yeah, yeah. That's what anyway, I was saying. Go look at these thumbnails. They're really good. Yeah, that's what I was saying before in terms of just the uh, you know the a little bit of a uh, uh, you I know, missed the pop culture there. pod. Yep. Top, uh, part. So uh, next up on our list here, um, hopefully that was helpful. So thank you for everybody who chimed in on that so one um, because I think we might have you know come up with something there as a as a group. And I'm so, just looking so up thank the wrong you. stuff. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for um, that feedback. Hopefully it was uh, was helpful for them. Um, so next up we've got uh, let's see here Cajun Roots Resellers. Uh, they do. They teach how to resell and many platforms. And the goal of the channel is to keep teaching those who have not yet uploaded and be there for them. Um, the question is, with this new warning strikes with YouTube, how far back can someone take that class to remove the strike? Also, can someone who only had one strike and that channel got pulled down without any problems before that? So channels don't get pulled down for one strike. Um, so if if you get one strike, then then you your very first strike, even now, you get a warning for that before any of this stuff is even implemented. So because of that um you know yeah the, the channel getting taken down for one strike that's just not you know that that's not uh yeah so um in terms of how far back you can take that class so if you have a strike on the channel you've you know um if you've already passed that 90 day period then it can fall off there anyway um but you'll see the notification pop up for anything that you can uh you know that, that you can uh that you can do but um, um i'm not sure how far back you can go to remove previous strikes um on the channel what happened? D? Yeah, D's in hysterics over here. What happened? Huh? Oh, I can't say it. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, OK. You're totally rotten in the chat. I see you there. Yeah, t tell, me, tell me this one later. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see here. So next up, um, we've got, yeah, definitely tell me that one later. I want to enjoy that one. So we have uh, Channel Ron. Channel Ron says that they uh, do, ha uh, let's see here. The goal of the channel is making money. And the question is, um, have you ever thought about doing your live show at a different time rather than 9 a.m. Eastern? Um, I know it's, I know myself, it's hard to watch during the day. Maybe something like 7 p.m. replays are great, just nothing like the live shows keep up the great work. So here's the thing, we're over in Asia, we're not in the U.S. So because of that, um, we do these streams because at this time because it fits into like the lifestyle that we live over here. So currently it's 10.21 p.m. over here. So if we were to do them um, at 7 p.m. your time that's 8 a.m. Um, or sorry that's 6 a.m. our time which means that d and i would get like two hours of sleep maybe three hours of sleep um a night if we were or, you know for those particular streams before we did them um because we're both night owls so uh so that's why we don't now when we go to the states like um i'm going to the states here um in a couple of weeks for vid summit and um during that time then uh then you know i'll probably do some uh uh in the evening over there just for the sake of you know just giving people a chance to come in that haven't you know been able to do it yet so uh uh but over here it's you know we, we do it at this time just because it, it, it works the best um let's see here so next up you know what speaking of which What's that? um you know talking about going over to the states and you know going over there for vid summit uh why don't we give are away you, some vid summit tickets are you doing that today yeah all right let me set that up yeah answer okay. one more question while i set that up okay sounds good so uh, anybody here that is, uh, yeah, that's right. And nobody wants cranky Nimmons. That's true. 
That's true. You, you've never seen D before he's had his coffee. Ooh. Right. Unless you've unless you've met D at a conference, then maybe you have. If you caught him on the way, and you're like, "Oh, hey, D, what's you going on?" He's like, nah, 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 and you can't even like hear him. Yeah. Then in that case, then maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's basically like people who meet me. Mm-hmm. It's either like people at, a, at an event. It's mm-hmm. like people who meet me after coffee, and they're like, "Oh, he he was pretty nice." Yeah, he's pretty nice. And then people meet and you before people coffee. Who met me in the elevator. Like, Gosh, D is completely people met me in the elevator. You see him online, be. right? Yeah. And they're like, "That dude right. is a beep." <laughs> I thought he was nice, but man, he, I met him this morning, uh, you know, over breakfast, and holy cow, yeah, guy's a monster. Speaking of elevators, I know I've told this story uh, before. Uh, <laughs> I'll say it one more time. One of the funniest moments at, at, at Vid Summit I, was it my first Vid Summit? I think it was. I think it was my first ever Vid Summit. You were speaking, and it, it was I don't know. I think it was like in the evening or something like that. And I go to get in the elevator, and there was another younger youtuber in there who i didn't recognize at the time it was like you know millions of subscribers and so i walk in and she's just like one young guy in there and i walk in and the door shuts and i turn around and it's mr beast who was kind of like hiding in the corner mm-hmm. so he didn't want people to see that he was in the in the corner he's trying to keep like a yeah yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah 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 and and he goes man i really enjoyed your your talk last year and i wasn't there last year and i was like that was my brother <laughs> and he's like oh <laughs> dropped his head and he's like oh man Oh, that's so good. That was so funny. <laughs> but it was just like the weirdest thing to like go into an elevator, turn around. Oh, Mr. Beast. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like an unexpected Mr. Beast. He then thought I was you, which was just layers of, of, of humor to the whole thing. Yeah. Chantel says, I, meet, I met Dean and Nick at uh, VidCon Australia. They were uh, coffeeless. I think we had coffee before we went in there. Maybe, maybe Dee was just being a jerk that day. Yeah, that, that's definitely possible. <laughs> all right so <laughs> thank you kidding. all right I'm so just i'm going to share the screen so i'm going to put a word on the screen right now so here's what's going on so before he puts that word up so um uh we're getting ready to give away some vid summit tickets um and we're going to be giving away two tickets to vid summit um how this works is make sure that you can get to oh you put that up quickly yep. make sure right, make sure that you can get to dallas texas october 3rd through the 5th before you put this word into the chat the reason for that is because these tickets are are for people that can go to the in-person event so if you're like hey there's no way i'd be able to get to dallas texas there's no way i'd be able to get the hotel i I can't take off work i can't you know be away from my family whatever the thing is then please do not put your uh please do not write vid summit in the chat because then it will be logged in here um, and you might end up winning so because of that this is only for people that would be able to physically go to Dallas, Texas, October 3rd through the 5th. And the ticket that you're going to be getting is is going to be, you know, complimentary here thanks to Daryl Eves and the team, you know, behind um, Bid Summit. Um, but with that, you still also have to get your hotel. You have to get your, you know, transportation there, walk there, drive or fly or whatever. But the ticket um, is, is, you know, it's a thousand dollar ticket and, um, and you are going to uh, get it. So just as a heads up, if you do not win um, in that particular case, um, uh, you know, you can still go to bidsummit.com and you can get tickets over there as well. Um, it is the conference for content creators. If you're somebody that is serious about growing your YouTube channel, especially for those of you that have said that you want to turn this into some type of income source, in that particular case, um, this is the conference for you. So if you win, that's awesome, super, uh, you know, just amazing. Um, this huge opportunity. Um, but even if you don't, still go to vidsummit.com and see the information about it. See all the different speakers that are going to be there because um, there's some amazing speakers there. Every year, it just gets it just gets better and better and better. Um, so this 
is definitely something that you uh, that you want to go to if you're somebody that's serious about you know growing your channel and of course turning it into you know some type of business that you can uh, generate some income from. So uh, all you have to do to uh, to you know to to qualify for this is to just put the word Vid Summit like you see on the screen. Um, if you just put that into the chat, then the system that we're using here with Streamyard, um, they are basically collecting those. As you can see right now, there's 53 entries, and then D is going to hit that draw button here in just a minute, and then it's going to randomly pick somebody out of here. Now, for the people that have already won twice, because um, we've had two of those, I believe, um, for this one, we're going to let it go to somebody else. All <laughs> right, so somebody else can still win more than once, but um, uh, for those of you that already have already won twice, this one will, you know, this one will go to um, uh, somebody else, so we can also get some more new people in there because you already got two tickets, right? So, uh, so there's that. So D, uh, do you want to? Yeah, uh, you're ready. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go for it. Gonna fire up the shoppers. Let's and go. And huge shout out to Daryl Leaves for giving these away because these are, you know, so far we've given away like thousands and thousands of dollars these tickets, um, you know, over the over the last handful of weeks on these streams. Jill, Miller. Jill Miller, you are the winner of the Vid Summit ticket. So here's what you need to do, Jill, is um, go screenshot this right now, and then um, go to my. Uh, Twitter account. If you don't have a Twitter account, make one for this. Um, but go to Twitter and then send me a DM on Twitter and just send me this screenshot. Um, um, all I'm going to need from you is your name and your email address. If you can send that to me, then I'll pass it over to Daryl's team, and then they will, you know, reply back to you uh, with the information for the um, ticket and you know everything that you need there. Um, so if you can do that, uh, you know, as soon as possible, I'll be sending those out on Monday. Um, so if you can just send me that information here over the weekend, that would be great. And um, and we're getting ready to do, to do another one as well. But, back uh, to back. But or? but with this. If you cannot send me a DM for some reason, um, then in that particular case, just at me on your account and just say I won Vid Summit tickets. They and don't then, have a profile picture. I hope they have a YouTube channel. Yeah, me too. Um, um, but I will, uh, you know, I'll I, like I will. Uh, if you at me, then I will see that, and then um, and then I'll you know send you a DM, and then we can pick up the conversation from there. I'm looking through the chat here to see if I can find their... Are you making sure they have a channel? Yeah, because if they don't have a channel... yeah, Jill, if you're in here, can you speak up and just let us know if you actually have a channel or not and you're able to go? Because if not, we don't want to waste a ticket. Yeah. But I'm just curious because you don't have any avatar or anything, uh, which just makes me a little bit suspicious. Yeah, I'm like, hey, just... Gleb in the house. What's up, dude? Hope you're doing awesome. He says, Nick is an absolute legend. Thank you, my man. Okay. Hope that you are doing fantastic. Jill says, um, I, I have a YouTube channel. Thank okay. you. Fantastic. Awesome. Fantastic. Great, great, fantastic. Great. Awesome. Yes, yeah, this, this is a pretty big deal. Says, yes, I can go. Okay, fantastic. Awesome. Absolutely love Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Yep. So I will fire up. So also, video. when you send me a DM, if you could let me know the channel that you have, because this one doesn't have any videos on it. Um, so if you could, you know, just send me some information um, about that as well. Um, just so we can verify that, you know, that you're, you know, uh, uh, doing the whole thing. So if you could just send me that information um, as well, that would be super helpful. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I want to make a note on that too. Vid Summit is not a fan event. Yeah, it's not like VidCon yeah. where people go to to, to meet to their meet, favorite YouTubers. This right. is an event for creators. Yeah, it's it's a peer event. Yeah. So like nobody cares about your subscriber count, nothing like that. Like everybody's there to help you know everybody else. So um, so because of that, you know, just wanted to just verify that. Uh, uh, you know, to verify that. But yeah, just send me the information on, on uh, Twitter and then we'll get it worked out from there. And then D, let's do one more. Yep, let's go. All I'm right. I'm going to put this up on the screen in just one second. Add it to the stream right now. Love Mid Summit 2023. Yep. And while D's pulling that up, um, I'm actually going to list off, just so you guys can 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 hear 
um, you know, the, the, the people that you're going to be learning from here for those of you that, uh, you know, that, that have won. So um, let's see here. Let me scroll down to the list. Okay, so some some of the featured speakers, um, I'm just going to kind of go through these here. We've got Mr. Beast. He's going to be there, you know, talking about he always drops just great, you know, nuggets of information there. Um, I don't know if people from YouTube are speaking there this year, but usually they do, and they also share some nuggets. Um, but Sean Duras is going to be speaking there. Michelle Kerr is going to be uh, speaking there. Zach King is going to be speaking there. Mindy McKnight um, is going to be speaking there. Daryl Eves is going to be speaking there. Preston Plays. Um, Jenny Hayos. Um, Hayden Hellier Smith, who's the editor that I keep telling all you guys to go watch, because um, he's absolutely uh, you know amazing at what he does. Peter McKinnon, um, for those of you that are familiar with him, James Myrick um, as well. Um, let's see here, we got uh, uh, Dikla. I hope I'm saying that correctly. We got Branzi, uh, Katie Vining, Cam uh, Partridge. We've got Dominique Gilbert, uh, Tenolia Aodell. A I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Manuel uh, Baza. And then I mentioned Mr. Beast and Daryl Eves. Um, Ariak is going to be there. Um, Tom Bailu, uh, which is which is awesome. Um, we got uh, Lisa Bailu uh, as well. Um, Hope Scope. We've got Jordan Matter, Kathy Yoder, Nico. Um, we've got Devin Stone from Legal Eagle, YB Chang, uh, Cash, Kimberleya, Justin Moore. Um, so anytime any brand deal information comes up during these streams, you always hear us saying like, hey, go check out Justin Moore over at Creator Wizard. He's going to be there. Um, Cleo Abram, John Uche, uh, who is, he also has a YouTube channel that, you know, helps content creators um, as well. He's going to be there. Renee Ritchie, um, who is hanging out here, uh, you know, in the in the chat. I'm not sure if he's still here or not, but he's going to be there um, speaking as well. Dan Mace, uh, Sarah Renee Clark. Um, we've got Ryan uh, Forsyth. I hope I'm saying that one correctly. But you get the idea. Um, you know, Viper, we got Matt Wolf, if you're into the AI content. We got Jim Louderback, who is the guy that um, is, you know, behind uh, VidCon. We've got Myron Golden. Um, we've got uh, all, just Colin and Samir, um, you know, for those of you that watch their channel, Shelly Nathan. Um, we got Sarah uh, Grace, Emily D. Baker, Roberto Blake, of course. Um, uh, but anyway, you get, you get the idea, Patty Galloway. Uh, but, you know, a lot of content creators are there, again, to, you know, help you better learn you know how to do this stuff and another really cool thing too is like with all of us that go there to help other creators we're also there to learn too from you know from each other um and you know there's there's like the conversations that you're just going to be a part of for those of you that win this um just hanging out in the hallway not yes, even like yes. like when you go in into the elevator the, yeah in the <laughs> elevator yeah like when you when you go into the sessions you're going to learn a ton but even in the hallway and you know in the places where you know everybody's hanging out like over lunch you'll be hanging out with creators when you're having coffee you'll be hanging out with creators and like everybody's just going to be sharing you know their information so it's it's incredible nothing like i've been to a lot of conference and there's the conferences and there's nothing like it um so uh so this is definitely something that you want to go to even if you don't win this ticket right here so um yeah let's pull it d what do you think let's go Ready? I'm going to yep. hit it right now. Yep, hit it. Here we got 62 people, 63. I'm going to let two more people get in there. Wait mm -hmm. for it to get 65. We got 63. We got 63. We got 63. We can get a 64. We got 65. Fire up the shoppers. Yeah, and Renee says that um, Priscilla, uh, who was a partner manager to some of the biggest creators on YouTube, is speaking there um, as well. Yeah, just awesome. It's a great conference. Jackie so we got Hero, Jackie Hurrock's food reviews. food reviews. So Jackie, same exact thing for you. Um, just make sure that you shoot me a, a DM on Twitter. Um, all I'm going to need from you is your uh, name, your channel name, um, of course, and your uh, email address. If you can send me those on Twitter in the DMs. 
don't post them publicly. If you can't send me a DM um, for some reason, then um, just at me and just say I won Vid Summit tickets and then send me the screenshot and then um, and then I'll send you a message in DM and then we'll pick it up from there. So congratulations to uh, to you and Jill for uh, winning those Vid Summit tickets. Absolutely love that. And again, thank you so much to uh, Daryl Leaves for you know making those available because you know those are expensive tickets. And you know based on other people that have won these in the past, um, you know these you know these tickets that he's giving away um, are a, a really big deal, and they can be this experience can be a, a, a humongous uh, you know game changer for you know for for creators when they go there. So this is this is awesome. Yeah, congratulations you know, again. Come and be prepared not to sleep. Yep, I, I think I think you I don't want to sleep. You don't want to. Yeah, sleep. like the, the energy there up is early, off the up charts. Late. Yeah, it's like up. Yeah, up up early, hanging out late. Just you know, yeah, it, it's fantastic. Absolutely, mm -hmm. uh, absolutely love it. And then crashing once it's all over. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Once it's all over, you're like, whoo! Yeah, 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 it's great. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna absolutely uh, you're gonna absolutely love it. Okay. So um, on that note, let's uh, grab a couple more questions right. uh, here, D. Are we 32 or 33? Um, we are 34. Whoa. Yep. So this one is a 2024 prayer campaign, um, and they do daily content. Um, they've been making videos for a year or more. The type of channel is daily prayer, news, and devotional content. The goal of the channel is giving uh, Christians a resource for daily prayer, daily news, and daily devotion. And the question is, um, should I copy the daily content and titles of the largest daily devotional channel I find on YouTube? Um, that's one question. And the second second question is: My channel consists of full episodes of three segments. Um, can these segments be working against each other in the algorithm when I'm uploading them individually? So, if you upload uh, one video or a full episode and it has those three segments in there, like as your audience gets used to that stuff, it can be fine. But I personally think that you're missing an opportunity here because if you have two, like three different types of content, technically you could turn those into three videos. But since it is daily prayer, then in that case, that, that particular content would need to be going out daily. But for the news and the devotional stuff, um, technically you could separate those. But if you don't, your audience will still get used to it to where if they're coming there for prayer, then in that particular case, you also share the news and then you also share the devotional information. So because of that, you know, um, you're going to need to look in your own audience retention reports and maybe even poll your viewers through your community tab to see what it is that they prefer. But your audience retention is going to, is going to speak volumes on that one because you'll be able to see if they come in for the prayer, if that's what we do first, then how do they react once the prayer is finished? Do they continue watching the news? Do they continue watching the devotional stuff or do they skip one to get to the other? Um, or if you do the news first, then do they stick around for the prayer or do they just get the news and leave? But uh, I would play with the structures on that, like what it is that you offer first and then see if you notice, you know, people are responding better to one or the other on the different structures for that. Um, and I would also uh, make sure um, I would also, also uh, so uh, Jackie says she checked the dates and will not be able to go. So you can draw again. Oh, okay. Hey, no problem, Jackie. I'll I, set I, that up while you okay. go ahead. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty on that. And thank you so much for, you know, being, um, uh, you know, saying that now so that we can give, you know, somebody else a chance to win that. I super appreciate it. So I'm super sorry that you, uh, that you, that you can't, uh, that you can't go, but thank you like massively for, you know, for being upfront about that. Super appreciate it. Um, but on this particular one, um, uh, uh, for the, you know, content that you're mixing together, um, I would just experiment with what goes first. And then from there, um, use your audience retention reports to see if people still stick around. Another thing that you can do, because, you know, one of the things that, that we always want to do is consider the viewer and the experience that they're going to have with the content and making it easy for them to find what they want out of the content. So that's why we add timestamps to these, you know, live streams as well. So, uh, what, 
I would also experiment with on your channel is having timestamps for the daily prayer, timestamps for the news, and then timestamps for the devotional content as well. Um, if you're grouping them all together, and then that way it will give uh, you know people an easy way to find the content that you know that they're most interested in. So the next thing to type in, just the way you see it, no spaces, Vid Summit Texas. Nice Vid Summit. Let's nice. get some get some Texas, Texas love in there. Right. Yeah. Some. Texas it's going to be love. like. Vid Summit Roger Wakefield's Backyard Barbecue. Yeah. But I was like, it's a little bit too long. Yeah. A little bit too long. (laughs) Oh, love it. Yeah. But that, in my heart, that's what it says. Uh, Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, let's hear. Somebody asked a question here. It says, "What is the what is the replay thing for Vid Summit?" So, um, for Vid Summit, that is to where they're recording everything, and then they're going to publish it after the fact. Now, with that, um, you're going to get all the presentations. Um, so, if you're not going in person, then you're going to learn a ton there um, as well. Um, so, yeah, if you can't go in person, definitely get the replays. Uh, but this particular um, giveaway that we're doing, this is for the in person event. But if you can't go for some reason, then definitely definitely, you know, the replays themselves are something that, uh, that you should definitely check out also, because, you know, again, you've got, you know, some of the biggest creators on the platform and, you know, like, you know, you have Renee Ritchie, you know, also going there, sharing information. You have the partner manager that, it, that he mentioned before, um, that's worked with a bunch of, you know, big creators as well. So the amount of experience that you get to tap into from the, um, stage presentations, um, is pretty substantial. So, you know, because of that, you know, definitely check out the replays if you can't go in person. Where are we at D? We're ready to go. All right. People are going to type it in. Yep. Rip it. Let's go. Let me put it up on the screen here, full screen. We're going to fire up the choppers in one second. Vid Summit, Texas. Got them going. We got 54. You got the choppers going? All right. Here we go. One more person hit it. One more person type it in, and I'm going to spin it. I'm going to skin the smoke wagon. Hold on. Wait. What? Vid Summit, Texas. Get my my hat in in the ring there. All right. If I win... Then I'm just going to randomly select a channel member. Oh, yeah. yeah. right. there you go. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Spinning it. Yeah, it's I spinning. I, I, I don't think I'm going to win, though, but, you know. It's spinning. Yeah. Just like this. All right, drum roll. Just like this. My fingers don't move that fast. Come on. Really? How's that? How's that? They're on, going. They're you can't going. do this? They're going. You it can't is. do this. It's, can you hear it? All right, here we go. We got somebody's pastor is always, and I'm not sure what the uh, additional part on that one is, but for you, same exact thing. Just make sure that you send me the message on uh, Twitter DMs, and then um, I'm going to need your name, and I'm going to need your uh, your email address, and then they will take it from there. So congratulations to you for winning a Vid Summit 2023. Another ticket another person without uh, a profile without picture. the profile picture. I, I hope you have a youtube channel yeah you guys got to get your profile pictures together yeah <laughs> so it's somebody's oh. pasture is always getting arrested oh that's the name of it let's see uh yeah i'm just kind of looking oh there it is yeah they're like oh my gosh thank you yeah that, that's a thing just make sure uh you can go but we'll have that conversation on um on twitter so they're just getting started here so they've got uh five videos on the okay. uh, channel yeah just getting started this is fine awesome yep so you're um, great hands then yep so, um, so yeah, so just make sure that you send me the DM on Twitter and uh, we will get you squared away uh, from there. If you can't DM me for some reason, just at me and then send me a screenshot um, like you see, you know, on the screen right now. Um, and then uh, and then I'll send you a DM and we'll pick it up from there. So on that note, um, I want to thank everybody for hanging out here today. So um, so if you haven't noticed, so D and I, we've been um, kind of cutting these a little bit short. And the reason for that is because I'm using that Opus Clip site in order to be able to sample a bunch of clips out of these live streams. 
and it has a three hour limit. So because of that, I have to like try to end these within that uh, time range in order to make sure that, uh, you know, that I can still slide under the, uh, the, the thing there. But, um, but here's the thing. If you're a content creator and you're just getting started with this, just one message that I you know do want to share really quick. Um, just make sure that you are patient with yourself. Make sure you're patient with the process and the learning curve because if you are a YouTube content creator and you've never done anything like this before, there's a lot of things that you have to learn along the way um, in order to get things to a competitive level. Some people, they'll just get it um, naturally. Like they'll just have an understanding, right? When they start, they're like, yeah, I need to do this, need to do this. And they you know can kind of get a handle on it pretty quickly. But most people, you know, they kind of stumble around a bit before they, you know, get moving. So because of that, just be patient with yourself and make sure that, you know, everybody wants to grow fast, right? But make sure that you're embracing the learning curve and that you are focused on, you know, just learning all of the skills required and that you're learning how things work and that you're studying other channels on YouTube and that you're not just watching my videos, but you're also, you know, looking at other content on YouTube and you're trying to understand, you know, why some videos do better than others and things like that. Just make sure you spend, you know, a decent amount of time doing those things because you can learn a lot from it. And also make sure that when you are learning all of these things when you're watching content like mine or you're seeing anything anybody sharing anything about YouTube make sure that you're thinking about how can I apply this to my channel and that you also apply the things that you think that you can apply or that are relevant to you that we talk about make sure that you do apply some of the stuff to your channel and the reason for that is because having the knowledge but not using it is you know it's it's you know, essentially a waste of time, so to speak, unless, unless you're coming out just to, you know, hang out and listen to me and D kind of go back and forth with our thing. But, um, but you know, if you're trying to grow your YouTube channel and turn it into something, in that particular case, you have to make sure that you're working on your skills and that you're applying, you know, the, the things that you do learn so that you can see the results, you know, um, from, you know, the, the, the different things that you're doing. So just hang in there, keep at it. And um, everybody have a fantastic uh, rest of your weekend. D, fantastic stream as always. Again, yep. thank you to Daryl Eves again for, you know, for the Vid Summit tickets for the winners. Super excited to see you there um, at Vid Summit for everybody that's going to Vid Summit. Super excited to hang out here in a few weeks. Um, thank you to TubeBuddy and StreamYard, the sponsors of the uh, stream. And um, I've got links to them, um, everything I just mentioned um, down in the description below, as well as a bunch of other helpful, you know, tools and things like that for you. Make sure that you check those out and um, have an awesome rest of your weekend and we'll see you next time. Cheers.